used to be such good friends. Could tell each other anything. Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types. Then one day, out of nowhere, you said, But I didn't hear you, so I was like, What? And you said, Forget about love Or even attraction It's only in Newman And yeah, Newman would be You know, I think that's my favorite of the theme songs, you know? What? No, go ahead. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Nooner Podcast. Why do you like that theme song? Internet Radio Network. Why do you like that theme song? Just because it's so goofy and, you know, I don't know. It speaks to me. Um, When you point it up in the air, I'm supposed to do what? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, Anyhow, good morning, everybody. How long have you been doing this? Yeah. uh, What? (laughs) I don't know all the lingo. I don't know all the... The semaphore, the radio semaphore. This is try and be funnier. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn is, up the funny. This is too much funny. Bring, never bring never seen that one before. Yeah, it's a rare one. Yeah. Um, join in on our conversation. Uh, that's noonerpodcast at uh, gmail.com or on the Twitter. Uh, I am a host. My name is Marty. Um, I'm with... Uh, what, do you want to introduce you? Steve. You're, you're a host, Steve. Own it. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, what is that gigantic device there? iPhone. Oh. iPhone in an indestructible waterproof case. Is that new? No. Oh, but the case seems new. No. Oh, no? Oh, everybody, it's Cassandra. Hi. Hi. You know, this case is so ugly that I put some kind of girly stickers on the back. Oh, and that beautified it. Make it, people know that it's my phone. Uh, Guys, I just, we got to start off um, by just... Uh, we just want to reach out to Kevin this morning. Um, the, on Sunday, he was filming a comedy special a couple of miles away here from here in Glendale. And they were going to do film two uh, shows back to back. But after the first one, he wasn't feeling well, threw up, went, had, uh, went to the hospital. Turns out he had the blockage of his uh, lateral anterior descending artery. The mm. Widowmaker. The Widowmaker. Yeah. Yes. 100% blockage. Yes. Uh, which led to a massive nice. heart attack. That's not a nice yeah. term for uh, But he, yeah. And the same thing happened to Rosie O'Donnell, it turns out. Um, so. Uh, widowmaker? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because he acted quickly, got excellent medical care, he survived. Uh, the doctor said that he would have died had he stayed to do his second show. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And as far as we know, uh, we're, he's recovering well. I'm just going to... How a, do you get a refund for that tickets from the second show? Do you, <laughs> know. Is, do you reach People out to People were so us? fucking pissed. They, tur- they burned down the Alex Theater. <laughs> um, here's a little message from uh, Ralph Garman from yesterday afternoon. I'm just going to play it. It's 34 seconds. Hey there, gang. Ralph here. Uh, a lot of you folks have been reaching out to me and asking if I have any news, how Kevin is doing. And I just want to let you know, uh, I visited with Kevin today in the hospital. He's doing great. He is looking great. He's feeling good. He's definitely on the road to recovery, and they're going to let him out of there soon. So it's all good news. 
and he knows how much you guys love him. He's been reading all the stuff that people have been putting on the internet and social media, and he truly appreciates it. So it's all good news. He's on the mend, and um, if I hear anything, I'll try to pass it along to you. Oh, thank you, Ralph. Um, so so forg- forgive my ignorance. No, go on. No, that's it. <laughs> no, wh- what? And I, when I said no, I'm not forgiving your ignorance. No. What is a heart attack? A heart attack is when part of your heart actually dies, I believe, it, when it, it ceases to get oxygen and it, it no longer... Pumps? Pumps, yeah. So the, the, Part, but that, only part. That Billy, muscle stops contracting, I believe. It's uh, also a Billy Joel song. Heart attack, ack, 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 ack. Just to answer his question. Okay, that's good. Um, Didn't we... <clears throat> did I miss... <laughs> funny? Yeah. No, I think he's oh giving God, you the down arrow. Right, we, we got one of these. Yeah. It's about Kevin Smith. Flatlining. Um, and he also, uh, Kevin posted on Facebook that he was considering some lifestyle changes. You know, he, he was... Didn't he already lose a bunch of weight? Yeah, he, he cut out sugar from his diet, lost 100 pounds. Um, when I first met him, he was fat and he was a chain smoker and he uh, ate very poorly. Um, yes. Rude. Yes. While he, you were eating with him, he ate poorly. No, actually, he, food. I, I cooked he dinner. Like I no. cooked dinner one night for uh, a, at a dinner party, and yeah. he ate. You were Kevin Smith's personal chef. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, no, he ate cheeseburgers beforehand because he didn't want to eat what I was cooking. So, uh, but That's you know, nice. yeah. Well, it was just I think he, you know, I came from a, a very that? limited. I cooked uh, like it was a stuffed chicken. You know, check a stuffed Gross. chicken breast. Yeah, Ugh. it was delicious. Um, but and I, you know, that's that's him. And and but he's he in his post yesterday on Facebook, he said maybe he should go vegan. I don't know if that's the solution, but certainly it is a uh, it is a lifestyle. Oh, wait. He went to the hospital and watched What the Health and was like, oh okay. What's What the Health? It's some garbage documentary on Netflix about oh, going oh, vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Just like eating a cheeseburger is like eating 20 cigarettes. Um, oh, geez, that's ridiculous. But yeah, you should only eat five, like five cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah, industry standard. Carcinogens. Uh, but we send Kevin uh, good wishes and hopes for a speedy recovery. And frankly, that's all we can do because none of us are his doctor or a doctor at all. Well, maybe some of you are. Listening, I am. Oh yes, you're a doc- now that I know what a heart attack. A doctor is. of comedy. I'm his nurse. Um, is he so, at Cedars? Uh, I don't know actually. When uh, Chris Pratt tweeted out yesterday that he believed in the power of prayer and asked others to join join oh, him. Fuck off, Chris Pratt. Well, you know what? I'm so over him. I shut the fuck. I thought up it was about a- your stupid snacks and your stupid face. <laughs> fuck you, Chris Pratt. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. He. He, um, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. You know what? I think he'd have a good sense of humor about it. If I uh, if I get him, I think he'd think it was funny. Well, Chris Pratt, he tweeted because he he his second tweet was, "You inspired me with Clerks when I was a senior in high school." I'm tagging my uh, football coach who showed me the movie because he believed in me and knew I'd be inspired. So f- to him, Kevin is a, a hero of sorts, and. Um, but people on Twitter jumped on him saying, you know, sh- basically exactly what Cassandra said. Oops. Uh, well, no, but basically what they're saying is prayer doesn't help only doctors and nurses do, which is true. And I'm a fairly entrenched atheist. But my thought was like, what, 
what the fuck is Chris Pratt supposed to do or say? Is he supposed to go to medical school, get his degree, and then like go treat Kevin Smith? Yeah, send me your send me your charts. I'll take a look. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. no, yeah, that that's that's Steve. He's Let me see your pathology to not report. Post. I believe in the power of prayer. Well, I mean, you know, I think if if it's something he believes in, he's trying to. He believes that more people praying will will help Kevin. So, I think that I'm praying we don't talk about politics. Uh, right yeah, now oh that's right getting in although there. i do have an incomplete joke that i thought maybe you guys could help me with uh, all right well we'll get into this it entire we'll podcast get into yeah, an incomplete joke. joke there we go oh. everyone's trying yeah, to help someone it's else. the noonan podcast <laughs> aka an incomplete joke so a guy walks into a bar that's all i got uh, that's good it's good to set up you know um, well, what does he look like like what can the bartender pick apart uh, he's a duck. That's the punchline. I don't. I got oh. I, the middle. I'm working on. Okay, so a duck so walks into a bar. let me finish with this thought, okay. and then we'll come back. Don't to Don't pray your for Kevin Smith. No, when he's we fine. all see that he's <laughs> suffering, we want to have some influence over the situation. We want to feel like we have control. Mylar balloon over the uh, shitty things that happen like in our lives. Teddy bears. Well, well, we do too. I mean, we don't want him to die but isn't you know? d- d- so, doesn't hallmark say get well oh, well right. that's why re- people turn to religion you know uh, because people want to feel like they have control i and, can't help him but god can yeah and if i just tell god why to does do it have to his, be a southern accent you know why are know. southern people that's just how that's it came elitist up. but burbankian okay. okay fine so i get why people I cannot help him but maybe god can okay there you go there we go there are plenty of types of religious people <laughs> why was that southern cuban um <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Please help Kevin Smith. Okay. He's real bad. There we there go. You go. Um, Jesus Christ! Come down from heaven and help him, mother, mummy. Um, Hi, can you help Kevin Smith? That's the, Christian. I think this call for prayer came right after all the the Parkland, shoot, Parkland <laughs> shooting responses, where gun rights supporters were offering thoughts and prayers to the victims. The difference is in that case, people can actually take action and make a difference when it comes to gun violence. You know, we don't have to sit idly by when people who aren't left to drink and buy weapons of war and then and then send pr- thoughts and prayers when something horrific happens. We can actually sit down, look at the data and say, oh, you know, uh, everyone in the world plays violent video games and watches violent movies. Yet the U.S. has mass shootings. Uh, Japan doesn't. Have you seen a Japanese like action movie? They die or, at their computers. Uh, sure. They play so much games. And should we should we outlaw computers then? Uh, yes. Yes. No, well, <laughs> well, that on this podcast Analog. we are. Um, but mental health problems are everywhere. People are depressed everywhere. But why is there this intense concentration of mass shootings here? And I mean, the difference obviously is that like criminals the, gonna get in. They're yeah. Only if you ban if you ban guns, only criminals are gonna g- get guns. If you have laws, only by definition, only criminals break the law. So or we could stupid. ban criminals. I, hey. I say yes. I say yes. What? Nip it That's in the bud. A it's a simple fix. Yeah. So in or that ban case, mass shootings. in that they're case, uh, like, yeah, thoughts and prayers are bullshit because there's so much more that we can do. We can't go into uh, Kevin's Widowmaker artery and clean it out for him. Like, Or can we? Can we get shrunk down? That Ooh, would be a great movie. Like, like um, Inner Space. Inner Space. Oh, huh? Uh, huh? right. I think uh, we just reached a general what? generational difference. <laughs> the, I was the, like, the, inner space and... Somebody get Miss Fizzle. We're all going to go in the magic school bus. And mm-hmm. we're gonna the Venn ahead. diagram does not overlap. I don't know that reference. Anybody who listens to podcasts? Uh, one one of the in. six of you? Miss um, Fizzle? Yeah, I think we should all march uh, around the hospital, around Cedar sinai with signs that say, use a fully catheter, you know, go vegan, Kevin. Eat kale. Eat kale, not... Cheeseburgers burgers before Marty cooks a stuffed 
breast with which is basically cheese. meat and cheese. Yeah, it's basically an inverted same, cheeseburger. It's the exact same thing. It? it was a chicken breast. Um, and then Tyson says, um, yeah, a heart attack is a myocardial infarction. Duh. Yeah. What does that mean? It's a blockage of, it's of blocked, blood, not, you, not, of blood you, that is feeding your, your right. heart muscle. So then the heart muscle so that's, stars of oxygen. Uh, what, what is it? I just went out here. What what is it in your arteries that clogs up? What's that called? Plaque. Plaque builds up cholesterol. In, yeah, in your one part of your heart, and blood just doesn't get through it. It's, right. It's right. like when you have a lot of hairs when you trim your pubes. Go and, on. And then yeah. They go down into the uh, you know the, the shower, the drain, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then you know. Yeah. It's, so plaques are pubes, and then you know. So really, we just like when you eat kale. Like kale is like the giant foot that moves the hair aside, yes. so that the water goes down the <laughs> keep, drain. Keep keep going down the drain. These pubes will be. Uh, I'll bundle them up and throw them in the into the toilet. Right. And that's and then the that's, wife will pee on them, and I'll be like, "Gotcha." That's a myocardial infarction <laughs> in a nutshell. There's a heart attack. All um, right, now I understand it. All right, you're welcome. Well, uh, anyhow, we're <laughs> we're th- we're thrilled that Kevin is recovering well, and that's a serious one, though. Yeah, uh, my friend William had a a widowmaker heart attack. Uh huh. How did he, did he recover? He's no, he died. Oh, no, he's yeah. You met him, William, Billy. Oh well, yeah, he had a heart okay, attack. Okay, I know him as Billy. I mean, all right, well, I call him William. Sounds like yeah. this isn't really a widowmaker because everyone you guys are talking. I know. About. <laughs> where, where are these widows? Yeah, come on, yeah, ask his his wife a is bunch like of ex wives like in the making. Like, where's like, my heart, million dollar insurance yeah. settlement? Yeah. He died on the job. Come on, yeah, let's go. I so, wonder if that's the kind of heart attack my father died from. I'll have to look that up. Um. Oh. oh no, guys! Oh. Well, Kevin, even though you're not listening, we're sending good thoughts to you, and some hey, of us, Kevin, even though who you are never listen, more gullible than some of us, are sending prayers. No so, prayers for me, just thoughts. Just thoughts. Yeah, good. I did think when someone told me about this, I was like, "What would I do tomorrow if Kevin Smith would have died?" <laughs> that would have been like the TRL after 9/11. You know, it was a good one. Yeah, where like Carson had to like really like be the voice that everyone needed, and it was like, I don't know if I'm ready to be the voice that this network needs. You, you don't want to be the Carson Daly of the this is. I just of yeah. The Smodco I mean, kind of, world. It was like Carson didn't want to go on after 9/11, but they made him, mm. and I wouldn't have wanted to go on. But the second tower is down, and we've got Kesha in the studio. She's got a brand new album. Oh, that, that must be pre Kesha. Pre- Who was Kesha? Was around then, wasn't she? She was alive. She, that's like what seventeen years ago. All right. Who was big in I, I, uh, in sync? Yeah. All right. There you go. We got Joey Fatone here, the only in sync guy that would come out of his hotel room. Uh, Wait, is he in sync? Yeah. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. You're you're amazing. That's good. And that's why you're the doctor. Doctor. Dr. Kruger. Like, what will, like, I mean, like, well, would it have been appropriate to bring Queer if he would have died? Um, I don't, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was I, I'm glad to we don't today. have to broach that, that today. I'm so glad that we don't have to talk about uh, it. I think that, but it certainly is a wake up call. Like, my, I went to a doctor's appointment yesterday and she was like, yeah, you can, you know, you should probably get an EKG for this uh, medication we're giving you, but uh, no rush. And then after yesterday, I was like, maybe there is a rush. I want to know how mm. my heart's working. Mm. So, um, Actually, a friend of mine put on a, a ton of weight and went through a, a, a close family member's death, and he said he had a terrible EK, EKG. Mm-hmm. His heart is bad. He's our age. Like, whoa. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I'm older than <laughs> Kevin, you know. Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, how old? Really? Yeah. You're like, shut up. Oof. How old is Kevin? 47. You're older than 47? Shut up. Nuh-uh. Fuck you. So <clears throat> crazy. 
Wow. Uh, hey, David Castro knows Magic School Bus, and he like oh. somehow very quickly pulled out three Magic School Bus books and tweeted it to us. Oh, that How is long did awesome. she last without the Twitter app? Because I'm still like two weeks without Twitter. No, no, no. You I didn't t- bring back Facebook. You, t- you said Facebook. Oh, you're on Facebook. So like, oh, okay. two weeks ago okay. on the show, okay. we all uh, deleted Facebook from our, our phones. I deleted Twitter because I, I don't have Facebook. Well, you told us to do Facebook. Well, yeah, because you um, are still on Facebook. So you guys are still two weeks no Facebook. Yeah, no yeah. Facebook app. Don't miss great? it at all. Uh-huh. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I don't I don't get things about like so-and-so's birthday and like, like you someone check it in the morning on your like, computer. It, yeah, and yeah. You I check realize it like how little... I check it like every three days now. And yeah. like most of the stuff I get on Facebook is irrelevant garbage. Yes. I mean, like maybe I miss out on like some, you know, possible jobs. Um in the job groups that I'm in, but yeah, what's a job? What's jobs? Money? Ugh. Yeah, no, it's garbage Dumb. anyways. I don't want to do this. Um, it's not like I have like. I'm sending thoughts and prayers to your bank account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's good. So that's Facebook you're looking at. This is Twitter. Oh, it's Twitter. Right, right. You got I rid of Facebook. I got rid of Twitter. Keep this to talk to the people who the peoples the people who Sorry? listen to this podcast. You know, um, I'm on Twitter every Tuesday. Like I'm sure people expect uh me, not you guys, but to talk about like the whole Queerson Daily. Yes, Tyson, good. Queerson Daily? Queerson Daily. Um to talk about the gun thing. I I don't need to talk about it. It's it's Why what happened? It seems pretty. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, okay, just I'm on Facebook. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, in complete joke. Okay, so you know those funny signs that grandparents have, where it's like, "Mom and Dad said no. Time to go ask Grandma or something." Or go. You know what I'm talking about? My grandmother's dead. What about your other grandmother? They're both dead. Oh. Okay, well, if you had <laughs> She wasn't live... a fan of signs, but okay. I'll, I'll I'll buy into the concept. So it's like yeah, a yeah, little, yeah, okay. exists, like a a little wood sign or a magnet and it's like grandma's or mom and dad said no. A t-shirt, all of the shit, stickers, whatever. Um, it exists. So I was thinking to myself, man, these baby boomers, they don't want to listen to Gen X or um their millennial children about how we don't want guns, but their grandkids don't want guns, so now they're listening. The joke is there, but like, how do I get it? I think this might need... Don't silence him. No, He's no, going to no, start no. laughing. No. And you yeah, hold yeah. your hand out. I, I was about would. to start laughing. <laughs> okay. I was about to okay. lose okay, my wait, shit. Wait, ready? And laugh. <laughs> it's... Okay, so what's the joke, though? Uh, what, what's the... Uh, that... that uh, to get to your grandparents you have to go through your grandchildren uh, that the grandparents do whatever for their grandkids that they didn't do for their own children okay you have a lot of conviction behind this joke it's really landing it's really penetrating the fuck? Well, okay do i need I, to come from personal experience i think you might need to bring the the like the wood carved uh are you kidding you know, me sign that like, like prop a, comedy common knowledge that uh, these <laughs> signs exist we had cold and unfeeling grandparents Your like you know dad. they didn't give us shit it, um, yeah, no, just no. I, I, we if mom and dad say no, ask grandma. Uh, um, Who are we kidding? Grandma never says no. This is on Etsy, right here. Off the mic. Oh fuck! Um, See? No, oh. I'm telling you, All it's right. real well, shit. Well, then buy that so you can include it in the joke. Well, I don't, for I mean, for joke's, just for us, for just for Steve and me. Done. All right. So and there's the, cookies on the sign. All right. Well, that <laughs> you had me. Onesies. At, if mommy and daddy say no, just ask grandma. Okay, so fine. Mommy and daddy said no to Gen X and baby boomers when we're like, we don't want guns. 
But now fucking grandkids are like, we don't want guns. And Donald Trump's like, we should do something about this. All right, people, we have brought you into the minds of the comedian. Oh, this is how this is how the sausage gets okay. made. There's uh, something there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm not thinking about it. Insane. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I put you sound. That's a very Trumpian thing to say. This. I'm really good at this. I'm the funniest person. Sure. Yeah. Um. You. That's a very Trumpian thing to say. You know. I'll work on it. Like Trumpian. Uh, you know he will he will run in and save us all with the. I was gonna tweet it. I was like, this is I this is a great tweet. I just can't fucking work it out. So. In two hundred and eighty characters, you had two hundred and eighty, and you couldn't work it out. Well, that's why I came here. <laughs> all right. To what I considered a safe space. <laughs> no, no, it was good. It was really good. Um, <laughs> Let's come back to it the second hour after the top of the hour when you do your little tingle thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll quietly be thinking about. Ways to punch it up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe and come at it from another it's angle. Gonna like, it's going to be phrased better. Right, right. No, no, I I, I think there's something there. Maybe let the uh, fans I, chime in a little bit. Maybe uh, and, we'll and table maybe, this to the, the... Maybe if Steve the, points his finger in the air a little bit more. Uh, yeah, yeah, there fingers. you go. Two fingers. I think I just need to find an example of grandparents doing things for grandkids that they never did for their children. Um. <laughs> yeah. Like, in like a sign form. David well, Castro always he said... He's, he said that his mother always says, call 1-800-GRANDMA. There you go. I'm telling you guys. Yeah, and then grandma will, who voted for Trump, will then vote for, uh, to get Ron Paul? No. Who? No, no you, you get fucking grandma who voted for Trump, but then all of a sudden, like, you know, these high school kids with their shaved heads start, I like her, but she starts talking, they just start asking, we want gun control. And then you have all these old people like on making vlogs being like, there's my K-47 about legally and now I'm going to break it. Are, where do millennials, are, are millennials being activated by all this activism being, you know, are they getting out there the way that the No, we're lazy and we live with our parents. Well, the way that Generation Z is like leading the charge. Where are you guys? Who's Z? The teenagers. They're not millennials. We've been leading everything. We've been doing everything. <laughs> avocado <God>. toast. <laughs> yeah. Thank Lena you for the Dunham. avocado toast. <laughs> <We're doing everything. laughs> Thank you for cronuts. <laughs> cronuts. Lena Dunham. Avocado the toast. Women's March. Uh-huh. Black yeah, that was all lives women. Matter. Uh-huh. That was black people. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> millennial. <laughs> Mo- the millennial lives matter. We're all meeting at this place in Silver Lake. Yeah. It's like you can't. There's no sign. And they have like the most amazing baked goods. We have as the ambassador for all millennials. Go on. Oh, oh, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for using the internet that we, we make... created. Oh my god! <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> this is we not are, what she intended when she walked in. See, there's store. the joke. The millennial march. That on on DC. Oh yeah. Oh my god, we tried to plan it, but no. Yeah, was available but I, I don't know. The, the oh. parquet, new Parquet Courts album came out, and they were no, playing a free like, show. We were all that. in a group chat together, and like it was, it was so funny because like when someone's getting roasted, we're all there. But then when someone's <laughs> trying to make plans, like everyone's quiet. It's fucking so annoying. <laughs> the millennial mark. Where the fuck is everybody? <laughs> oh uh, shit! It was Tuesday. Uh, we had to work. We were yeah, all yeah, driving so Uber today because we <laughs> thought that it was going to be right, like busy. Right. I thought it was going to be congestion. Whatever. Our March like, takes place on Sundays between eleven and two. So it's just a bunch mimosas. of post post brunch. 
pre brunch. Pre, we just like brunch. It's like Ace a bunch gave of you brunch. a bunch of verses in Kia Rios, just like driving all around. Like post brunch, you know, pre w, when I got it when I Washington got D.C. Tag into Uber. It's like a four hour window where millennials have some free time. Right, it's but perfect. see at the millennial march, it'll just be like you know subcompact cars just it'll driving be, all around, yeah. like trying to find what's like, your car? What, your Honda uh, Fits? Fit, no, it's going to be Kia uh, <laughs> verses and Kia Rios. You know, as far as the eye could see. Yeah. Okay. I drive a Sentra, not a Versa. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what How dare you? They'll be, hold, they'll be holding a lit avocado like, like those white supremacist guys with the tiki torches. Tiki- tiki- we of, will not be forgotten. There's a lot of oil in avocado. Uh, right it's now. good for you. It's yeah. good oil, Kevin. Yeah. Good fats, guys. Good, good fats, Kevin. We gave you guys good fats. Thank, good fats. Th- thank you for the avocado. We gave you guys the paleo diet. Uh, See, but, uh, uh, no, you, you used the paleo diet. What did... What did we just gave her like made. five minutes of stand-up material. It's good. We, it's we good. got the millennial merch. Just huh. unpack that. Okay, but I wanted the whole thing I, about the grandmas I, and the I, gun I, thing. Welcome you know, to like, comedy. You, like, you want it to be you eggs. Kill, and then kill your babies. Goes, you know? Oh, this yeah. is funnier. Oh, fine. Fuck it. I'll do millennial merch. <laughs> I don't are you, want... Are you still going up at all? No, I, don't, I hate oh. doing stand-up. Oh. Um, okay. I wouldn't do it then. It's not fun. No, I, I do. I mean, if you don't She did it for a long time. I mean, but if you don't like it, don't do it. Which oh. is why I stopped. Yeah. yeah, just do it. I in- do improv. Of course. That one's I- We gave you improv, <laughs> no, millennials. No. I think... Uh, we made that fun. Yeah, yeah. My friend Eva, she's on a break now from writing. Uh, she does a lot of improv. She said that she'll come on the show, so I'll have her on. See, we gave you guys Eva. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Um, so guns, what what are we getting? Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, my thoughts and prayers to the uh, lot going on about guns. Generation Z. I don't, don't want to hear it anymore. I'm bored. I want to. I want to well, hear about the, yeah, guns. The, are I'm just. Boring. I'm sick of hearing like these anti arguments. These like very specious, useless arguments coming from the NRA. Anti gun law. Oh, from the. Yeah, yeah. For, well, um, they're a lobbying group for gun manufacturers. Oh, that, no, so, I talked about it last uh, week. Yeah, yeah, so that's what they do. Yes, it was created by the gun manufacturers. Yeah. Of like, how can we sell more guns? Create a controversy. Oh, uh, and yeah, and create right. create this uh, sense the of fear. Stocks go up when M- membership. Yeah. So Jane's putting you guys on blast right now. By the way, why she's telling me to preach, and she says gay marriage, legal marijuana. We've been the forefront of those movements. I'm trying to help. And what the hell of those two Gen Xers ne- sitting next to you do? Besides, be a forgotten generation. Um, I think I'm a baby boomer. I think I'm right in the cusp. Well, now that we found out you're like in your 60s. Yeah. Um, I'm about to collect Social Security, so I'm going to be going daily from now on, uh, guys. Because if I don't have a mic on, it's just going to be me talking to myself. Uh, it's a really sad story. <laughs> I kind of like that. It's a good joke, though. I like your. You could do a one man show. Thank um, you, Jane. Thank you, Jane. So. Asians were in an uproar yesterday because of a new oh Netflix project. Oh, yeah, and you know I talk about what this every do? time it comes up in the in the entertainment news. Netflix or Asians? Um, both. Okay. Jared Leto was cast. Uh, he he uh, is the lead in this movie that Netflix acquired called The Outsider, where yes. he plays a, an American, a white American who. That's becomes, a stretch. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but he's why? played also. He played the Joker. You know, yeah. who, who, he played a white Joker. A race? Oh, uh, was it? <laughs> he played I a white AIDS I, I didn't see too. it. I didn't see, you didn't it. see a color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he played. Uh, <laughs> he literally painted his face white, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> he hates colored people, so um, he, he's very into his whiteness. And he gained all that weight for that that movie, the John Lennon movie. Oh yeah. Help. Uh, 
Yeah, help, you know. <laughs> yellow Submarine? Yeah, he played the Yellow oh, Submarine. Oh, the, mo- the movie about the guy who shot. Yeah. John Wayne Gacy Chapman. Yeah. Tracy Chapman. Tracy Chapman, yeah. Something like that. Oh, the Tracy Chapman. Yeah, yeah. it's called, <laughs> it's, really called it's called. Jared Leto Drives a Fast Car. <laughs> Jared um, Leto, Gen X. Gen X. Oh. Mm-hmm. Gross. He's very pretty. Though. So he's in a movie where he plays an American. And the Asians uh, are mad. And the Asians, and the Asians are, mad. are mad that he played an American. No, they're mad that, they, that he was cast in this movie they wanted that a, takes a, place in Asia, in Japan. But he plays an American. Uh, yes. But is there an American in the original story? Uh, well, I don't think, I don't. Or is this an original story? I, I think it's an original story. Uh, so someone sat down and said, I'm going to make this character an American. A white American. A white American. And yes. when they cast it, they said, are there any white American actors? Right, Let's right, go. Right. We have John but the Cho. Problem is... We have. I mean, uh, I, look at. <laughs> oh, who else? Asians are angry. My people are angry. <laughs> Because like oh, there is a, so want to do the a, voice. a white dude that was cast in a movie that takes place in Asia, and I totally understand it. But I will hold judgment until I see the movie. If well, yeah, I guess I'll have to see the movie. But uh, I mean, I've and I find it infuriating when there are these movies like The Last Samurai or or that shitty Michael Douglas movie Black Rain. You ever see that movie? It's terrible. What's the good Michael Douglas right. movie? Oh, Just say uh, the Michael Douglas movie. Wait, no, there, uh, there was one. Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. Okay, that's the, okay. Jewel, Jewel on the Nile. Okay, Jewel, those those were the two. Jewel on the Nile. Um, what else? But he wasn't okay, behind so the in candle. Last the Samurai, cancer from eating vagina. Yeah. Yes. Eating um, vagina. That's a gross way to say it. Eating <laughs> vagina. <laughs> and guy cancer. Eating pussy. Um, the Last Samurai and Black Rain, like white dudes come. Like are these outsiders who yes. don't interact with the like they become the savior to make make shit right for all the poor Asians you know basically that's yes. that's what they're there to do uh, and I also but there's this thing that this antiquated notion that we need to bring a white American male in to this a story uh, that takes place in another place because then that brings the American audience into that world yes you can show them Christianity. Yeah. Well, back in 1974, there was this movie called The Yakuza, uh, directed by Stanley Pol- uh, Sidney Pollock. I believe written by Tootsie Fame. J- uh, taxi Driver guy. Paul Schrader. Paul Schrader. Yeah. And Come Robert Town. Yes. And uh, some other dude. It's not a very good movie. Um, it's actually a really good movie. I don't, I don't remember liking it. Because you know why? The Asian people are the heroes. Robert Mitchum. Movie. Bobby oh, Mitchum look at me and uh, Paul Schrader's brother uh, who was also a screenwriter on that and it's about an American who goes to Japan and becomes embroiled in this yes. in the Japanese mafia uh, the difference is he's not a savior he's like he is the eyes through which the audience sees the movie but he is not the the driver of you know he's the kind of like the sidekick in the movie uh, and it makes sense in that time because like Jackie no, Chan in, in Rush Hour. Um, in yeah, was he Chris the Tucker's sidekick in those? I don't. I think they were both sidekicks. Well, in, in this well, one, he's really ahead of their time. This is the first movie. Like it makes sense forty four years ago to have a white dude. Yes. When we were talking about the Yakuza, when nobody knows what the Yakuza was in nineteen. For those of you who don't know what the Yakuza is, why don't you explain, Marty? Japanese mafia. Okay. All right. Mm. Oh, I, I knew that. Um, cool. I didn't. But like now, we just had an all-black movie that takes place in Africa, made seven hundred million dollars in ten days. Like there was no white <clears throat> savior carrying that movie, and you know that's why I won't go see it. Sorry, Martin Freeman. Where's my um, white savior? Yeah, Martin Freeman was like the closest per- person, but he's just you know he's more like com- comic relief than anything. Yes. Uh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Did you see it? Not yet. Oh. Um, well, I there guess, you go. I guess they could work. Look, look forward to a couple more dollars from the two white people in this podcast. 
I think it says Thought, a lot. Thoughts and prayers to that movie. I hope I it makes it. I identify as loud. Uh, all right. There we go. Uh, but I, like, there used to be this formula uh, where certain actors would give you, like, when they were financing a movie, they would have the script and then they would have a list of actors. And basically, these foreign pre-sales p- people, they would be like, okay, you know, China will pay $100,000 for, you know, Dolph Lundgren. Who Tom? Not no. They pay more for Tom Cruise, but like Dolph. Two hundred thousand. Yeah, and and so like that's why you got in the eighties and nineties all these really shitty movies with actors like sort of B actors just churning them out because they didn't care about the scripts. They they just cared about movie stars. And now there's like a sense movie stars like Dolph Lundgren. Right. Exactly. Okay. Right. Eighties and nineties. But seriously, they they had like formulas on how like they could cast a movie and then based on the quality of the stars or the perceived quality, they would get a budget out of that. Yes. And then... It's called a negative pickup. uh, Sure. Ooh. Well, you you take a poster to Cannes or a film market with Dolph Lundgren and he's blowing something up and you sell to all the foreign markets. Pre-sales, yeah. Pre-sales. They buy the movie sight unseen but they're like there's a poster and here's a script and you fucking flip 100 pages like oh lots of words right and then Romania and Bulgaria all the uh, uh yes well and now we're at we're in a, a a film market where every country is making films of some you know of quality because the the techniques are there to do it and American culture is like not as relevant like you know did you watch the the uh, the Olympics? Like, no. Oh, none of it? Some snowboarding. Uh-huh. Um, but like K-pop in the opening ceremonies, that was like like a huge thing. Like, you know, Yeah, we're done. We're yeah. over. <clears throat> yeah. We're a blister. We're about to pop and fall off. Yeah. Oh. And like the highest right. grossing movie in China. Do I, have you know, a, I have a blister. Right do you know the highest grossing movie in China of like any movie that, that has been there? American uh, uh, a, a movie made by Chinese? No, no. A, any American movie? Do I get or whatever. Too? Yeah, yeah, you do too. Star Wars. Um, Mission Impossible. Wolf Warrior Two. That's a good one. Yeah. Two. Do you guys know? Like, do you guys know it? Like, so, no. um, Fast and Furious Seven. That's the the highest grossing American film there. It made over seven hundred million dollars there. Yeah, because it's fucking great. And um, family. but I live my life one quarter mile at a time. Wolf Warrior Two. That was great, Ving. Let Let's try and open up the throat. <laughs> let's get Let's get some air throwing the. Oh, no, that was good. I drive one quarter mile. I'm uh, um, I'm just not getting the script supervisor was like I, 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 is he saying words? Uh, you have a tongue, uh, Vin, Vin. The Vin. tongue you you move Open the tongue. Open your throat. Okay. The rain in. Sp- oh, I, I, that guy has he ever has anyone ever understood anything he Chinese said people did. They love it. Chinese like, people loved it. They're, they're like, like I get him. I feel his him. His voice is so low and gravelly. So Wolf Warrior Two in China made nine hundred million. Yes. Like. Like and so this movie we don't know about it has Frank Grillo of uh, of uh, what's it, the Purge too? Sure, yeah, like you know a, a recognizable actor, American actor in it. But it's all it's you know it's a Chinese story like with the told through this nationalist lens, hugely popular. But if how can you believe these numbers? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Just, uh, it just, oh, that's a typical American response. Well, here fake I am. News. I'm, I'm fake gonna, news. I'm going to shit on 1.7 billion people very yeah, quickly. Yeah. And then called? I'll. Wolf, what? Wolf Warrior 2. I mean, it's a phenomenon, like there. Like, so, having seen through the lens of the wife who's worked in mm-hmm. China for oh, with Chinese yeah, yeah. people and 
somebody I know at a studio who took the show Mad About You. Remember that mm-hmm. Paul Reiser show? Mm-hmm. He's the guy. I thought it was a Helen uh, Helen Hunt Helen Hunt show. Show yeah. yeah. Go on. He's the guy that took uh, Everyone Loves Raymond and brought it to Russia. Like that's his yeah, job. Yeah. He Sony. Yeah, whatever they international they made a documentary yes that. he's in the documentary ah, he's, the bad, he's the bad guy so he did this with mad about you and took it to china because mm-hmm. china's the new and that's what they they we bring you know shows from yes. other countries that, here th- that's you know. his role in at sony uh-huh. and he said they said it was the highest watch show of all time in china and all this great stuff and then as he dug deeper it was like no, no one watched it that, that they but that's that's salesmanship, right? And they're 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 good at salesmanship. Yeah, but so do you believe? Do you, I mean, where did you? I'm not saying fake news. I'm saying what did you? The say Chinese are shifty in uh, China. Almost nine hundred million dollars. Okay, because IMDb says <laughs> that it made two point seven million in America and then eight hundred and seventy million worldwide. So you're saying all that money came from China? Uh, I was looking at, on Wikipedia. What, whatever it made, almost it made nine hundred million dollars. That's just, uh, it's the 54th highest grossing film worldwide. We're reading the page together. I like that. Um, but I, I don't want you to feel alone in this. Oh, that's, that's sweet of you. Uh, it will be, it was selected as a Chinese entry for best foreign language film for this year's Academy Awards. So look out for that one. Wolf Warrior 2. This came out recently? Yeah. 2017. Yeah. Oh. I missed it. It was a phenomenon. I guess I'll have to watch it. Um, I guess so. So, I like to be up to date on all the Oscar stuff. Yeah. And if well if Hollywood wants to stay relevant, they need to understand that not all stories need to be told through the eyes of a white dude. And so fuck Jared Leto. Well, you know, I'm cool it might with that. I'm not a big fan. It might be a good if the story is good and if it's if it's important that it's about a white dude in in Japan, that's one thing. But, but where is this outrage coming from? Just, is it just uh, an annoyance a, that um, I'm tired of seeing white There's a white blogger people? called Angry White Man. Angry White Man. Yeah. Is it just you're tired of seeing white actors? Well, yeah, and and parading that, around that's the thing is like it's like if Black Panther like is making all this money and hopefully a wrinkle in time won't suck Ava Duvernay Duvernay's uh, take on it. Like hopefully these successes will embolden filmmakers of all races and backgrounds to tell stories from their perspective. So it's not just a bunch of people complaining from the sidelines, but it's people taking action, you know? Mm-hmm. And and they, they are, you know, like, I mean, my sister made a movie that was about a, a, an Asian American dude, you know, and, and it was a, a, a specifically Asian American story. And that was, that was really cool. Uh, and it was very funny. Um, and we'll, we'll see other people doing, well, they have throughout the years, but then eventually somebody will make a big, you know, big budget movie with Asian people and, and people won't well, think about it as it, an Asian movie. They'll but just think of it as a good movie. But uh, like we don't have to have the Mandarin played by Ben Kingsley, you know, in Iron Man three. Oh really? Or, no, know, I didn't see that one. Yeah. So Hollywood is about, aside from art and what you're talking about, they're, they're driven by economics. <clears throat> and if there was an, if there was a demand for this movie, the, these films you're talking about, they make them. They want to make money. No, they're so, proving that the, well, the demand. But the, the, the thing is that... By making them anyways, and then they're proving the demand. Right. The thing is, if white males are making the decision in Hollywood, then they, that's, that's their informed perspective. Like, but that's why I think these, uh, there are a lot of uh, minority recruitment. You know, you've, you've, uh, we both tried to, to get into these minority programs in studios, right? Mm-hmm. And... We, we both failed, right? 
I mean, I I was in a Disney show a while ago. I mean, from that, from the showcase. So that was kind of cool. You got in that showcase? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was less competitive back then. I was the only Asian actor in all of Los Angeles. <laughs> it was the yeah, early seventies. To a showcase, all those people could sing and dance. It was like watching like a movie from like the forties or something, where you had to be able to do everything. It's a little intimidating, and right? I could see why I was not chosen. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that by forcing diversity into these. Uh, these workplaces then or or into like culture making then you expand the culture because like a lot of people just know they keep within their own ethnic boundaries a lot of white people hang around with white people black asian you know but i I love white people (laughs) right so if you just hang if you're if you hire your friends or people that you know people you identify with then you're just going to be surrounded by white people and so i think forced uh or, or having diversity programs changes the perspective of an organization to be like uh by the way you know there are 12 percent of black people in this country you know who want to see something other than this you know but if they did wouldn't they go see it wouldn't there because do. no but it's not being do. it's so rarely being made too right. and within that system it's being made outside the system but the idea but is then I, black movies make a lot of money then i respect yeah. people who and he's not a good filmmaker, but Tyler Perry realized, oh, there's no black people in the cinema. Right. There's but one that, character. But see, that's outside of the... Well, but, yeah. And that's, well, you know, this blackish... This is a horribly run system. Right. But that's why the, it's changing. And you've got something like Blackish being a, a very interesting, funny, smart show that is of black people, but it has crossover appeal. And it's, it's, a, it's a really good show. And that wouldn't have happened. Like... Before that, you'd have to tell, like, you know, the Cosby show, which uh, whatever it was then, it, it wasn't a, as bold a, a show in terms of storytelling. That, that Sure. Yeah, because you had a bunch of white executives saying, well, maybe we should, you know, hmm. take it this way. Maybe Let's give him a white neighbor who just comes in. You had a white neighbor who comes in? You, you didn't remember Peter? I don't, I don't remember the Cosby. Oh, it was a long time ago. Yeah. 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 So it's good. Diver- diversity I, I, is good, but yeah. it's... It's people that recognize, like, huh, there's not a lot of movies with an all-Asian cast in America. Right. Why get... Don't get mad at Jared Leto for taking a job. Go, no, I go, don't get go mad Go make at, your own movie. Exactly, exactly. And and I think we're, we're at that place. And, and Ryan Coogler, if you look at, you know, Fruitvale Station, it was a black-and-white, low-budget movie. And then you've got uh, Creed, which is a medium-budget movie. And then... So he moved up, and, like, be, he proved himself every every step of the way um okay yeah you had to work yeah okay yeah but no you guys should see black panther it, it's so uh, i'm going to i was gonna go last weekend but i mean there's a i i know there's a lot of hype i didn't i didn't go crazy over it like a lot of people did but it was really exciting to see a movie that was going back to jared leto oh go on now i'm fascinated with marketing especially in this day and age because uh-huh. i don't watch television so i don't know what's going on in the world and now i'm off facebook so i don't know what people are enraged about mm. we're talking about this netflix movie right that who the fuck has ever what is it called uh it's it's called the outsider the outsider yeah it's a movie made outside of america that netflix acquired uh i actually i don't i don't know the, okay. the but it's on their schedule regardless we're fucking talking about it well and yeah. i and i heard about it somewhere on one of my aggregators i was like oh people asian americans mad at jared leto or when I, and i just thought <clears throat> Are we being manipulated? Like, is this somebody 
really, really smart, high up at Netflix, going, "Let's create a controversy. Let's let's have." Uh, no, a- Angry Asian Dude is a pretty well established like uh, okay. you know, advocacy for Asian issues. Sure. Uh, I, don't know. I mean, what's Jared Leto's star meter at right now? Yeah, um, but it was it is a movie that was written by two white dudes and directed by a white dude. For for the record, sure. Um, well, they're now, and I, I I get the the indignation of. Uh, of the Asian community, Asian American community, but I also do want to s- like like there are people like uh, my friend Viet Nguyen. He he ended up directing a genre film, a horror film, basically for uh, it's called Crush a Skull. You guys should watch it. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, but you know it's an Asian cast or a heavily Asian cast, but it's just a it's a genre movie that has nothing to do with. And so he was telling basically a, a genre story through the characters that he has he yes. he's surrounded with, and that's that's I think the goal that that is like what I want to see in in reflected in on screen. I was an event over the weekend uh, for the what the fuck? I can't remember what it's called. It was an award show thingy for the it's the gay uh, and lesbian entertainment critics, and they give out awards once a year in this award season we're in. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with some people there. And of course, the movie they loved the most was Call Me By Your Name. Because right. it was a gay story. Right. And I I was sort of, you know, like, eh, yeah, I kind of felt like I've seen that movie a hundred times. And I'm, I'm sure it's incredibly well done. But it was interesting that you brought up horror because I said, I don't think I've seen. Oh, they're gay horror films. I know, but like not like. But they're terrible. Well, gay horror films? Yeah. yeah. Th- then make a good one. Yeah. Or I, I just something like. People still want genre. You know, they didn't go see a Spike Lee movie. They went and saw Black Panther. They went they went and saw a genre comic book action exciting exciting movie that right. has black characters and right. deals with black issues. But I, I it is it, interesting being with a bunch of gay and lesbian critics and they were like, No, no, that's that's beneath us. You know, this was like an Oscar Wilde themed whatever and I said, is it really beneath you? Like Right, I mean that's yeah. how you reach an audience. Is yeah, yeah. Whatever genre they're into, right? You 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 go you, in that you direction. You subvert like the pop culture by just oh that you know that person happens to be yeah whatever. But you're you're in, you're too busy enjoying the story. But I think that there's an evolution of like I think you know there are a lot of black films that were about black issues for black people, and then the crossover is hard to 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 make and i think like black films i mean gay films did are the same thing they're gay films for gay people about gay issues yeah because because they want to be heard or you know minorities want to be heard my favorite film of all time is one of the gayest films ever set to oh you you mean the michael douglas movie i forgot michael douglas yeah oh don't think that darren husted didn't call i know i know that that was i was just testing if anyone's listening Uh that's like the the brown m&ms and the van halen tour writer but it's a love story people it's a it's a fantastic love story i i have no interest in liberace i don't like his music i don't i I never understood it he could play yes he's very good at piano but what a like what a great love story and and it 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 honored the the tenets of the genre like they don't end up together but they're forever changed and blah 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 i, I love spoiling uh, the liberace movie from <laughs> spoiler he dies of aids oh <laughs> what, what? it's the fucking 80s wait he was gay uh i knew he was gay i didn't mean he died of aids oh, fucking google it. it's it's you know it's coming <laughs> yeah there's a couple of se- when a character coughs in a movie 
AIDS. 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 Oh, <laughs> the AIDS. What about, but on a podcast, that's just a signal for you to drink. Yeah, so. everybody drink. Marty still has a cough. <sighs> it's lingering. It's Thank so you. annoying. But I thought it transcended gay. Like I was fascinated with these two people who were from very different worlds, and they fall in love, and it's complicated. And like I, yes, also Liberace was a fantastically interesting character. But I, these these uh, critics were like, gay horror, please. We need to make important gay movies. And I went, no one's really Not seen. every gay person is important. Yeah, you're not all fucking snowflakes. Do you remember the first uh, gay... Time I had gay sex? The gay Boy Scout, Boy Scout <laughs> camp. Yeah, I was just curious. Rhode Island. Uh, the first old, older man. Gay experience that you class. saw on screen? Gay experience. I remember. Because <laughs> um, like... Yeah, I mean, there were these foreign films that were out there, like Taxi Zoom Clo and and like that in the seventies and eighties that portrayed gay stories. And but those were such niche things that nobody saw. The first one I saw was Death Trap. Oh yeah, yeah with yeah, Michael yeah, yeah. Caine and Christopher Reeves. They Reed, kiss. Who had come right off of <laughs> Superman? <laughs> you know, so mad. and uh, and like yeah, so. At some point, it's all these twists and turns. Like it's a it's a play. Cannon. Yeah, it, it was based on a play where it's three characters and it's like a whodunit. Right, and, and they're trying to kill each other. Everybody's trying to kill the and other. The big person. twist is you realize What's that this movie death, trap, death trap that Michael Caine and Christopher Reeve are really lover. lovers, and they there's a big on-screen kiss, and everybody in the theater just like screams. You know, this is in suburban, no. like it's total suburbia. Like, yeah, it was. And that was that really made an impression on huh. me. Yeah, that's hot. Um, I was trying to think of mine, the first one I saw, because but I feel like I tweet as in a yours. millennial um, was growing up with like a different culture. What the first my exposure to gay people was watching Will and Grace with my mother. What? So I didn't ever think that like gay people were like that big of a deal. Oh yeah, like it was a huge deal when Ellen came out on her show. Like on like and I remember that. And Ellen's I remember going, gay? I no, just, just in the show. That <laughs> oh, being a huge deal and not understanding as a kid why it was a huge deal. And then it was like Will and Grace. And then I think the first time I saw like two dudes like really hook up on screen was Brokeback Mountain. Wow. Millennials really are great. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave us so everything. woke. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, in, in college, some guy had I, what we figured out was a gay roommate and we he had a video cassette in the thing and it was uh gay porn oh. and we popped it in like what's this and i i saw a little bit of that that was that yeah, was uh like yeah, i saw a little bit of that I 17 went, times oh, hold on let's wait maybe a girl's coming at, no, no no one more scene <laughs> one more scene no no no, no, no. it's just two guys no it's oh just God, it's just six guys fit. look at this <laughs> look at those <laughs> hip abs. flexors mm. oh, one wow. more scene one more scene <laughs> one more there, i think a lesbian scene's coming yeah um it was like a weird lesbian software softcore porn thing that like was on TV or maybe okay, wait, not. Look, where's like my s- pen? Pen, pen. At like some friend's <sighs> house in elementary school, and I don't barely remember that. Red Shoes it Diary came, came on. Skidamax. And it was like what? Oh, so one of the actors that won an award at this thing I went to was a a, a um, Middle Eastern American who was in the show American Gods. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And if you've not seen American Gods, it's really good. It's a really good book. But there's a scene where two men. One of whom is a god and the other is not. Right. Uh, right. Fucking insane. The other one's American? 
yeah, it's like a cab driver, but he's a god, and uh, they—it's a pretty fantastic sex scene. Like I'm—you've talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, then I saw him, and I was like, oh boy, there he is. Well, you really—that <laughs> god really gave it to you when he blew his fire into your body and it lit up. You know, he was like, what? "Honey, I gotta—we gotta get out of here." Very, very nice guy. I forgot his name. We, uh, we'll never be able to. Are find you guys out. watching the new Queer Eye? No, I watched the first. Um, I watched the the gay one first. Um, oh the, fuck! Did you cry? Uh, I did. I did cry. I shed a tear every because I was episode. like, I will never have. I was like that. Never. Oh my god, he was so handsome. Yeah, I. Well, I was like at first. I was like he scored because his boyfriend was. He's uh, a good looking guy too. Yeah. yeah. I'm obsessed with this show. I'm not done with. I'm on like episode seven. Uh huh. I cry every single episode. The first one was very charming. <sighs> with that. With Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Why is he gonna be southern? That he was. I to, I always tell my friends you can't fix ugly, and then all the guys were like, "No, honey, yes, no." I I'm enjoying it to a point where I want to watch the old one because. You know, it's a very like it's their hip culture gaze now, I, and so every time that something happens that they like, all five of them go yes, and I want to know what the equivalent to yes was oh. with the original Fab Five. Yeah, like, what were gay guys saying well, back then? Well, back then it was <clears throat> there was much more. It, it was about AIDS. acceptance and and like <laughs> much more AIDS. Because <clears throat> well, he coughed again. Oh, uh-huh. uh, it was about acceptance and and like because I. Oh, right. And then this is much more about just enriching people's lives and just like elevating people. So because like the gay thing. Like it's okay that they're gay. Like, yeah. Like even the guy is like, I've never met a gay person before. And but it didn't like that wasn't really an issue. You know, he just went with it and it was fine. It was there was no barrier. Oh, my God. There's one guy who has like six kids and it's just like a wreck. Um, and he barely speaks pretty much the entire time he just kind of like nods mm-hmm. and then near the end when he's making his like oh my god like we just got like crazy mood lighting in here uh, uh, the clouds. It's clouds yeah um they he was giving his little like speech about like thank you guys speech and he got emotional because he's very christian and he was talking about you know like i hope that this experience and like letting my children even spend time with you guys like shows them that you know, maybe that the things that they learn in church or whatever, like pretty, pretty much saying like, I take my family to church every Sunday. And even though the church is changing, there are still parts of it that don't change. And I hope that by my children being exposed to you guys, they understand that, you know, we're all like that. You, the gay, gay people are okay. And I was a fucking disaster. I was crying so much. All five of them were, everyone was crying. Everyone was crying. Yeah. And now I follow all of them on Instagram. Oh, I love Andy. even the the long haired guy who's like really loud. Yeah, he was the guy who did Gay of Thrones. I yeah, yeah. followed him. He yeah. he's fucking hilarious, Jonathan. Yeah, he's a little much for me, but um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely like gay plus, but <laughs> gay cubed. Um, I think that like in order, uh, in the order of like who's the most gay and palatable to not. Who's the- <laughs> Yes. I would go. So gay and pal- palatable go hand in hand then. E- oh. uh, to you, you're the one who said he's a bit much. All right. Um, let's see. Who's the least gay? Um, I don't know their names. It's just the the blonde house designer. He's he's relatively, um, you know, 
easy to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> how, how fruity? Let's just say I, 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 love I, I like the word fruit. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like fruitiness. Okay, so we've got. Who do you want to have brunch with? He's a grapefruit. A little yeah. bitter. Um, oh, very and good. then we have probably um, Karamo's a little bit of our orange. Mm, a little sweeter. Um, we have. He's, um, you know, he's cultured. You yeah. know what? No, you know what? Tan is the orange. Tan is orange. Uh-huh. Um, Karamo <laughs> is going to probably be like our Granny Smith apple. Mm-hmm. Tart. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, Chris, little Chris. snap. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like it. Anthony, that sweet angel. Is dragon like fruit, <laughs> dragon fruit, and then Jonathan is definitely like a big bag of grapes. Oh boy, uh, yeah. seedless, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that b- seedless then, and uh, the red ones, bitch. Yeah. the ones that has been in the fridge for like a week. So some of them are still good. Jonathan is oh. a, a mini watermelon covered in bee stings, it's mm. just about as sweet as you can get. Oh, wow, wow, covered in bee stings. Tyson said that Torch Song trilogy was uh, his uh, first, well, uh, his first LGBT. Love story, hmm. um, yeah. I mean that 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 was a super gay uh, story. Super gay, super gay, super gay, super oh, gay. The the it's the top of the hour, and you're oh, listening to the. It's the top of the hour. This is how everyone Firestein and was. What um, was up with him? What what's what, what was what's he, he up to? What's he up to? What's Harvey Weinstein up to? And what's uh, uh who's the guy who used to write for the Oscars and he was on. Uh, Bruce, Bruce Valanche. Valanche. What's Bruce Valanche doing? I'm doing oh. a play reading tonight. Look at you with Bruce Valanche. Well, no, there's no. a blue Bruce Valanche character. Oh. Yeah. And are you playing him? I'm not playing him. Okay. I'm playing Harvey Corman. <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> of course. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, it's about the uh about the Star Wars um Christmas special. Ah. You know, which had B. Arthur in it. Yes. And R2D2 and B. Arthur. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Omid Abtahi. Yeah. Is that who I talked to? I think so. Yeah, it's a hard one. Yeah. I'm going to call you Jeff. That's he's a, a little guy, right? <laughs> Is he like, he's someone of a slight build? He's a, he's a, a slight gentleman. Yeah. He yeah. plays Salim, right? Uh, it was just one episode, but it's a quite a great oh. little chunk he's in. And then oh. some of the hottest sex I've seen All right. All right. show. All right. I've watched it many, many times. Amazon? Uh, no stars. Stars. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I'll never fire up it. your torrent machine to. Uh, I don't know where do you find torrents. Ooh, can go we, when you have time, mm-hmm. can we talk about the dark web? Let's do it. Uh, Steve, I gotta go. Thank you guys. Steve is a is the backbone of the the dark web. Do you use it? Do you use Tor? I do use Tor. That's cool. Thank I've been you. Thinking, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> Why? But, but using what, would, what would you use the dark web okay. for? So the dark web is just this. Inc- what, 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 what is the dark web? You don't web? have to use it for anything. Can't you just use it to sure. like the same as the regular internet? Yes. So what yeah, is, what what is it? Uh, what do why do I use it? I don't. You know. Various, Explain it. Various things. It is a way to browse the web that obscures your um, IP address. I can explain it because I'm well, listening. Why to can't you just use a VPN? It's a similar thing. But uh, right, isn't it? I don't but know. But it, it uses exit nodes to hide where you have been. Where VPN just sends your IP address, IP address somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. I'm right. listening now to the, now an, the millennial can talk. An Audible original. What? Called the Dark Web, and uh-huh. it's um, narrated by this adorable guy from the UK who ha- who says who doesn't say his R's. Uh huh. Um, so he explained it like this. Go on. When you go to a ticket station to go in a train, a the, twain. Ticket, the ticket taker knows where you're going and where, you're, uh, where you've come from. Traveling on the dark web, 
you have a ticket, but it's blank where you're going and where you've come from. I like this character. I, I like I it. Think that's it's good. I think I think you have, <laughs> yeah. and especially the hand gestures. Well, you know, let's let's end early. Let's get her in the booth. Let's let's give her some some scratch for you. I think we could we could make some money off oh, her. Yeah, that's cyber criminals. Cyber criminals. Criminals. Oh On my the god! Twin. I, it took a while to get used to his voice. Oh, I love that. Now I'm like all uh, cyber criminals holding websites for ransom. The dark web. The dark web. It's where uh, a lot of uh, markets are hosted, like the Silk Road, the original sort of first. Right, which is no longer there. Right? It's no longer there, yes. Yeah. And my Silk wife World. is listening to something about Ross Ulbrich, uh-huh. a.k.a. Dread Pirate Roberts, who which she's started. Yes, who I... But Road. is he, though? Because the Dread, the dread Pirate Roberts, oh, oh, that yeah. one, you know, it's a it's a joke from the Princess Bois. Princess Bois. I understand. Yeah. She also knows that like... <laughs> I'm doing I, it for the listener. I re- they researched it and was actually communicating with him before he was arrested and sold a show about it. And she's like telling me like, I, 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 and did you know that... I'm like, yes, I, I, I did Steve know. Steve researched this for months. Yeah. Almost a month. Yeah. That's for me, that's okay, a lot of research. What's, right, what's with the yes and? Come on, just go Yes, on. for months and months. Yeah. It was great. But oh. uh, <laughs> I communicated with young Ross... Because he was uh, of a, he had, there was some like libertarian economists that he liked, and it got me researching it. Yeah, it um, sounded like that Silk Road had like uh, they said they had, they had movie nights and like all kinds of political discussions, and that it was more than just a like drug eBay. Yes, but at the same time, like as much as it was like this libertarian experiment, he did. Hire, he went too far. He went too far. It's uh, like one of the. He's just like. Double you should, life sentence. You should pitch that. Sh- I'm like, I did. Remember, and it went nowhere. Like, but it, it I, I th- it, he became a criminal, sort of. But he, like, yes, no, he became a criminal. He hired someone to yeah, to co- uh, allegedly, yes. Yeah. Well, he was oh, convicted yeah. of hiring somebody to, yes, to commit murder. He was convicted of it. He allegedly did it. <laughs> he was found guilty by a jury of his <laughs> okay. peers. Wait, I thought that he got convicted for all the drug stuff, not. For the uh, I, I don't someone. I don't know the uh, um you you're listening I mean to I the, do and yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that they okay. didn't really convict him for that they convicted him for all the drug stuff and they said why did and he, he was also th- they were making a point like don't do not try yeah. this but uh, he reminds me well he's a millennial he's this like disruptor you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> now drugs are mailed to your home you don't have to leave the house it's a safe way to do drugs. If you think about it. But he wasn't... Okay, so I watched Narcos and I enjoyed it, but that paradigm of like... You're welcome. Right, I'm, you're, yeah, Narcos to Millennials. No, no, she's the, saying you're welcome as a Latina. As a Latina. <laughs> oh, oh, right, I forgot. <laughs> she gets two you're welcomes. I'm a Millennial and I'm Latino. Yeah. Enjoy all the cocaine. Cocaine. Somebody very poor in a, in a terrible part of the world rises up to, to create great wealth uh, by working the infrastructure, creating a... Um, what was he a kingpin? Whatever, whatever the term is, like kingpin, sure, a kingpin. But he, you know, he he has to like threaten uh the government and threaten uh competitors because he's this centralized guy who makes the product and then has to ship it to America. Like it's so, it's just it seemed fucking miserable. Like mm-hmm. just take a fucking job and is it really worth all that money to be worried that you're going to be killed or arrested or whatever? They'll kidnap your kids. There's and, usually more to it, right? And now some like, you but know, some some guy, some, some, some dude like Hungarian chemistry student can like make his uh, his tuition by uh, selling you oh, cocaine that he makes in his lab. But this guy figured mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I'm just a middleman. I'm just eBay. Like all I'm doing is taking buyers and sellers who are going to do it anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Who are going to? They're going to exchange in the marketplace, but it's dangerous because 
you don't when when you're buying a contraband, you don't know if the person is going to shoot you. You know, like he took the 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 risk out of it. And the, on the Silk Road, they do rate the the yeah. It the was vendors. like it was like just like on Amazon or eBay. So you have the rating system, and that's what he kind of that's how he defended himself. But they gave him a double life sentence. Yes, they're like, why did he get such a so much of a bigger sentence than even a normal drug? Uh, because they don't because they're afraid they don't want this to to well and that's yeah. what i was thinking i was like because he's making money in a way that with um, low risk apparently well, the, or yeah. and also that like governments can't legally do like or yeah. i get i mean i guess i don't I, I feel like it was because he was making money and it yes. was pissing the yeah. government off they were like fuck well, this guy like but it's you know i mean it's better to buy drugs that way i completely. suppose than to buy them from like some weirdo at like a rave Yes. Yeah. Or yeah, in a parking lot in, you know, a Walmart parking lot, you know. People who are going to do drugs are going to do them no matter what. Um, yeah. I, I w- finally went to, um, the, like, all the, the dispensaries are now uh, are opening in, throughout L.A. Yes. And uh, they, like, there's some high, like, very polished packaging through all, for all this shit. You know, I don't I have no idea of the quality of it or how oh, it's well re- regulated it is. But it sure is packaged pretty. It's very well packaged. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if pot's my drug of choice. Uh, cocaine fun or scary? <laughs> scary. Oh, yeah. That was. Yeah, so I asked people to. Uh, what was my first one? <laughs> ass eating Y or N. That's why I didn't want to. I didn't uh, want to be late. Uh, well, you know, Kevin Smith is well established on the record as being a, a, a lover of ass eating. Lover of ass eating? Yeah. I feel like that's a young person's game. I don't know. You're welcome. Yes. Wait, he's 47. I, I mean, just like when you come into your sexual prime, like that's when you're like, all right, I'll eat some ass. But as you get older, you're like, ah, uh, yeah. that's some old ass sitting there. That's like a 47-year-old ass. That's seen some hard days. I don't uh, know. Maybe I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> How do we pivot from Silk Road to ass eating? That because was, it's I think all, it was a pretty uh, smooth yeah. <laughs> dark web. Uh, so th- number two, uh, cocaine fun or scary? You say scary, and that you know, can be fun if used correctly. Yeah, um, you've never tried it, have you? No, uh, I don't even drink caffeine, so uh, I have a feeling that cocaine is not going to be dope. I have a feeling it's a hundred percent scary for me. It is like I happen to be somebody who likes to go to sleep. So uh, the few times I've done it, it's been great because I'd be like, that's enough now. Time to go to bed. Irrigate my nostrils and go to bed. It is fun, though. Um, Like I've always I haven't hung out with friends who have been on cocaine where I've been like, man, I wish I weren't on cocaine right now. Like it's usually fine, you know? Yeah. It doesn't bother me. And actually, like I went to Vegas with a friend of mine who um, was up all night drinking and didn't think, oh, yeah, we have to do this again tomorrow. And so she was like really shitty the next day, and then like cocaine made her fun again. Oh, thank thank you, cocaine. So, cocaine, thank made you, her, cocaine made her fun. Cocaine made again. her survive the night. And I mean, she didn't really talk that much that night, but she like you know like she was always dancing. She wasn't falling asleep. Oh. Um, it is a stimulant. It'll, yeah, yeah, it'll wake oh. you up. It's it, we are so grateful for cocaine. She did wake up the next day, and she was like, "Wow, thank God I did coke. I would have fallen asleep that night." <laughs> Um, <laughs> to her mom on FaceTime, which, <laughs> hey mom, thank God I did coke. I was so tired. Yeah, 
Pretty much. Um, the last question or the last item on your discussion list is who the fuck is Bill Hicks? And this is you say, speaking. Yes. And why did he die? Yeah. And why should we, the under 30 <laughs> millennials, give two fucks about him? Yeah. Who Go- is Bill Hicks? Isn't he like a comic? <laughs> All right, I, you have you have homework for next week. I, w- I actually meant to Google it last night after I read the Bill email. Hicks died twenty five years ago, thirty oh, years ago, uh, yesterday. Oh, in nineteen ninety four. Yes. Yeah. Oh, almost twenty five so years care? ago. Wow. Because he was so funny. Was he? Uh, in I, he's, like he's not my like, favorite comedian. Why but, don't you set the table for the millennial who doesn't know who Bill Hicks is? Well, he was a uh, very uh, uh, sort of a cranky, sardonic. Um, uh, social critic, I would say. The 80s, uh, the comedy scene exploded all over the country. There were clubs everywhere and everyone was coked out of their minds going to comedy and it was basically, uh, you, you you did bits like you did, white people drive like this and black people like this. That Many of the black comics uh-huh. did that. And then, or you do, uh, guys are like this and girls are like that. It was almost like a formula. Right. And you really didn't talk about what was going on in the world. And you, you know, I, I used to do a joke like if you do like the current president Jack Nicholson, and you know, you have like five minute set, and all these kind of hacks got into the business, and then Bill Hicks came along, and he's from Houston, I believe, and he kind of like Carlin, he was kind of a hack in the beginning, and then right. found That's himself. Everybody, every yeah, yeah. comic was. Well, know. if you look at really old George Carlin, it's like yeah, he's wearing a suit, yeah, he's, he's, all just, like, he's doing shtick, and yeah. they're like, oh, okay, so he had his sort of uh, his awakening. And then became kind of a quasi-political comedian. He took a bunch of mushrooms all the time and right. thought about the world. And it, yeah. was, it was almost it, spiritual. Yeah. I mean, very intellectual, in- intellectually minded guy. Google him like with a heckler. It was at some comedy club in Texas. And he just eviscerates this woman for like 15 minutes, calling her a cunt and having her thrown out because she's heckling him. Um and every comic from that era is like, oh, Bill Hicks. Like, it's all about Bill Hicks. Like, he changed everything because he took everybody out of the fucking hack, pat stand up of the 80s. And, and right, he died when he's like in his 30s. Yeah. Like, he was exploded. Oh, and he got off drugs. Right. But then he got, and cancer. Then he got cancer and died. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> sad story. Yeah. But I've, and I, I was like a kid. He would be on like Letterman. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's, and he, he's he thinking had this the way, incredibly, like, like just, uh, devoted cult following yes and like you know all his videos are on youtube and but my question is is he funny um i think he's a he's one of those huh kind of comics yeah like oh would it work today yeah i don't know huh i I don't know who who, who's like that today well i i kind of equate him to like john cassavetes where his filmmaking was so important it was like does not hold up I can't watch his movies, but yeah. I'm Have so you glad. Have watched any Cassavetes? Oh. Watch movies. Like a um, woman on the... Uh, a woman uh, on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Yeah, uh, he was an actor in the 60s, and he would make indie films on the side with his wife, Gina Rollins. Jenna. Jenna. Gina. Yeah. Jenna Rollins. Jenna Rollins, yeah. And they were like full-on actor set pieces. Like, yeah, just like, like really emotional, a lot of like arguing and fighting. It was like and each like, scene was like watching a play. Yeah. Ugh. And well, but he like, he moved the needle and he changed he the way he revolutionized acting for act, yes you know. acting and yeah. indie super low budget filmmaking yeah hmm. and then you know he's influenced the generation but you go back and watch his stuff you're like oh edit stop this like long scenes yeah, yeah. that you're like oh. it was really self-indulgent yes and, um but again it, it changed uh american cinema you know so i don't i've listened to hicks since and i'm like eh, yeah it's 
I guess because I I live with Twitter now, and I, I like everyone is a snarky, hilarious, right? right. And so he changed the <clears throat> the climate for yeah. yeah, no more no more commuting jokes and or fewer, you know, commuting jokes. You know, like everyone's stuck in traffic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who are these people making peanuts on airplanes? Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, but who's that guy? It's sort of like Jerry Seinfeld ish, but that hacky, hacky. <clears throat> A hacky he's gen- kind of hacky. He's you know. Um. Yeah, but he, I, I don't holds know. up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's good. He's good. I mean, he's not my favorite comic, but he's good. Like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I I see Who's why your he's favorite comic. Uh, I that question so much you don't have to answer. Oh, okay, anymore. thank you. Um, there was a speaking of airplanes, Phyllis there, Diller, ooh, fucking hilarious. Uh, she she was pretty intense. She was crazy. Yeah. Uh. There was a Transavia Airlines flight from Dubai to Amsterdam. Mm. And flight 1102, right? I know uh, that one. Yeah. yeah. I've taken that many it's a, times. It's a Dutch low-cost airlines. Yeah. And Transavia? Transavia. Basically. Trying, trying to save you some money? Yeah! Yeah! Nailed it! Okay. We solved comedy. All You're right. welcome. You're welcome, America. Woo! We have done our job. Holy shit. Um, the now, joke etch that into wood and ask your grandmother. Right. Will you save us some money? The joke. I will. I'll use. What's it called? What the, the airline? The joke is complete. Transylvania Airlines. Transavia. Transavia. Oh, trying to save you some money. Now yes. get me a gun. Uh, that's it. That's a joke. Well, th- this passenger <laughs> kept try far- harder. Kept farting. Guilty as charged. Yeah. <laughs> And Shut really? up. This is a story that you found about a guy who farted on an airplane. They had to land the plane, right? Uh, yeah, the two Dutchmen next to him like were incensed, and then they got in a fight, and then... They got Dutch ovened. They got Dutch... <laughs> oh! Oh, shit. Killing it. We are Jeez. on a God, fucking roll. Story. All right, start recording now. All right, well, warm-up's over. Welcome to the Ooh. show. I'm a host, Marty. Yeah. Host, Talk. Host. And basically, like... They had to, they were forced to land, and like the farter, and then two women who happened to be sitting next to him had nothing to do with him. They were pulled off the plane too, uh, and <laughs> for fart adjacentness. Yeah, they're like, they're guilty yeah, as you know, you smelt it, and uh, th- thus you dealt it. Yeah. Okay, so if you don't know what a Dutch oven is, go on. You uh, are in bed with your partner uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or, or whomever or by yourself. You can, well, I've, I've Dutch yeah. oven myself. <laughs> That's weird. Happily. <laughs> And you pull the covers over the, their head with you and you fart so the, the smell is stuck underneath the covers with them. I believe that's a Dutch oven. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike, unlike an Afghani gas mask, which is much worse. What is it? Because you can Dutch oven a, a, a car, right? I believe so. Sure. It's any fart in an enclosed Close space. space. So they, those, For instance, the, a, the fuselage is, of an airplane. <laughs> the car is moving. You lock the windows. Yeah. You fart. You fart. That must have been some fucking fart. I know. <laughs> I kinda, I, honestly, I kind of want to smell that. I know. Like, I know. It's plane like, landing. Yeah, like, it, oh my god! It smells it, like burning it the, mustard. Or is the Moroccan food? Oh, you know, someone's or, or, brand new vegan diet. Probably. Oh, or I'm yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Dubaian food. Did you eat a fermented banana? <laughs> what the fuck is? Oh, what is it? Oh, that sounds delicious. Uh, I don't know. Does it? <laughs> it does. It's banana kombucha. Uh, so I wow. thought that yeah. I Go to the bathroom. That's what they're for, right? Yeah. Put and the, the fart thing is, on. when you go in an airplane, the, there's less pressure. So any gas in your, yeah, no, it's like being in. How do they know he was farting though? Because like you usually can't hear a fart on a plane. Uh, he was me, holding, everyone around you. He was you holding farting. a match in front of his. <laughs> he was trying to. <laughs> 
Wait, do you, people can hear when you fart on planes? Oh yeah. No, really? you can yeah. feel it. Why? Yeah. Honey, that's turbulence. It. No, it's yeah. it's, it's I mean, who five knows? B. This guy could have just. I, all been... I do is fart on planes. People well, know. yeah, because the, there's. Is that why no one ever talks? There's to decreased me? pressure in the airplane as it goes up. Okay. And so that means any gas in your colon expands. It's like you know when you take a balloon. On a, or when you take a, a, a thing of lotion on a plane, it expands and then and it'll burst out and spew lotion all throughout your luggage. So you should like clean, you should depressurize the valve you should before en- you, you board should, a plane. No, you should just enjoy the just fart. Drugs fart. up their butt on planes then if they expand. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's happened. Ooh, yeah, that's, 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 that's bad news. Yeah. Speaking of narcos. Um, why do the two women get pulled off the plane? Like, why are. Because they were complaining? Uh, no, no, no. They they said they're actually filing a lawsuit because they said that they were they were targeted because the Moroccan. Uh, oh, this is now yeah. it becomes a racial issue. Yeah, yeah. I literally. Wow. It was kind. It was kind to of file de- a lawsuit because I'm accused of farting somewhere. That would be awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Let's um, follow the story. Let's stay with it. If, we, if yeah, there's any way, we? like anyone in the area can give us any uh, more information. <laughs> yeah. Anyone in the Dubai slash Amsterdam region. Anyone oh, works for that God. airline? We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, the email, like we had a sh- short show, or I had a short show last week. So What happened last week? Uh, it was just no, you? Yeah, it was just me. <laughs> it was just like a 20-minute show. But um, your wife didn't just jump on the old uh, mic and throw, uh, throw no. down some rhymes with you. No, I waited until you she beatbox left. and she spit uh, some bad rhymes. Freestyles, that yeah. Been cool. Um, so uh, we do have actual live mail. The fuck does that mean? We have real mail, like snail mail. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, live means oh, yeah, like there's. I there's saw a, those two letters. There's yeah, not one for me. There's not one for you. That's do you want to open the one that's addressed to you? Oh boy. Um, very it's, excellent penmanship, by the way. It's to me, care of Marty Yu and your address, <laughs> which is... Uh, <laughs> see who it's from. Yeah, we know who it's from. It's from Cincinnati. Cincy. That's where it went through. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's not the place of origin? I don't think that's how mail works. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't know. Yeah, me either. I've never oh. ordered anything through the mail. <clears throat> it's a, is this considered a buck slip? Oh, there's white powder in it. Is that anthrax? Yeah. Uh, from Stephen... C period Owens. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Well, I did get one of these. I got yeah. one before you guys did. I really enjoyed getting to know you a little better and uh, very appreciative that you allowed me to interview for my podcast, Fascina- Fascination Street Podcast. Who knows when it'll air because he, he banked a dozen interviews when he was last year. So what did he say to you? He said, you are Steven. so much funnier than... Go on. Then he writes, Stephen fucking Kruger? I can't. His, he has serial killer handwriting. No, sure. it's good. It's good. This is a little late because you turn a lot, more a lot, and I am just naturally a douche. You what? I, I can, can you read this? I, is uh, I don't. It's a little late. Be um uh, because you um he was the other his writing you, hand because was you being travel used, a lot more uh, a lot tra- travel move a lot and I am just naturally a douche. Okay, keep reading. But I do not want to thank. You for inviting me in. How about typing it next home, time, serial killer? Uh, in Austin, letting me meet Nugget, Nugget, and letting me interview for my podcast. Thanks, Steve. Go to the back. There's more in the back. P.S. I will eventually kill you and eat your plump face. 
That is the best. That's good. Well done. Um, cool. Yeah. Thanks. You can send your emails to. No, don't give my email address. <laughs> that is Stephen J. Kruger. No, 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 no. J. I don't know. Uh, what's your middle name? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> if anybody anybody can figure out my email address, it's like I've had like the same email address like on every single platform. Part of you? Shut up. <laughs> At gmail.com? Shut up. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what's wrong with you? Well, that was exciting. I mean, uh, you basically asked us to do it. No. How dare you? Uh, okay. Steve, how's the house hunting going? So Steve is Wonderful. looking for a new place to live if yeah. anybody's out there with a home. What area? Uh, Los Angeles. Oh, oh east side, west side, yeah. just east, yeah. west, east, west. So you guys Mid have been, city? you guys have been going hard at it, right? No, that's not what Lance Mountain says. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what'd you find? Anything? No, nothing. What what's your general feeling? Like, have you been like filled out a bunch of applications and then, or just been haven't found anything? Um, <clears throat> found some stuff. I'm thinking about actually Burbank. That's where I live. I know. I, I kind of like it up there. Ah, Burbank's awesome. Yeah. Um, and you can yeah. afford a house in Burbank. Maybe. You can afford a house. What the fuck do you shoot? <laughs> up. Um, yeah. Oh, I've seen your credit score. You probably could. Yeah, oh, yeah. My credit right. score is like almost perfect. Yeah. I don't know how I did that. Well, you pay on time and you know you use your credit so cards. Don't spend any money. Yeah. No, you know you have to spend a little money. Oh, spend spend money. Um, money to make money. But. Um, that's exciting. Burbank is also where Clint Howard lives. Yes. You know? Well, that's why I want to be closer to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next, lest Steve. C. You really Owens. can feel him in Burbank. <laughs> right? Isn't that what it, it, he, it drew you? Like, um, like when a, I first like moved a in, gravitational I was like, pull. something feels right, awesome. Right. About Who was Clint yeah. Howard again? He's the brother of Ron Howard. Yeah. He's, He's a character actor. He was a Cooper Smith in 976 Evil. Or no, e, no, Evil, Evil Speak. I got to look it up now. He was in The Grinch. 1981, Evil Speak, directed by Eric Weston, uh, starring Clint Howard. He was the lead, uh, he was the, the main actor in this. Wow. Damn. Yeah. And I believe his name was Cooper Smith. Yeah, Stanley Cooper Smith. Um, oh, saw it in the theaters. <laughs> right after Death uh, Trap. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was double feature. Needed a cold shower mm-hmm. after, that, after that movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then Clint has been, I think, in almost all of, of uh, his brother's movies, uh, including Hans, uh, the Solo or whatever. What is it called? Solo. A Star Wars oh, story. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, Clint Howard played the... He was Jabba the Hutt. He was one of the people in that big puppet. Oh, 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 oh. He was the tummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So what did you did you have anything to talk about that you wanted to? Talk oh, we blasted about? through my 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 three. Who's Bill yeah. Hicks and why should I care? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's good. You should. Well, I don't and know. As should, an under should, thirty millennial, I didn't care. Yeah. Oh, Fuck him. Yeah. There you Who go. Who is he? Uh, well, I, but I always hate when people talk about like I would imagine an under thirty comedy person being like, Ugh, who who do I have to now listen to and uh, you know like it, I, it, I remember when yeah. I was young, people were talking about people. 30 years earlier and I'm like who fucking cares actually speaking of that and of Steve Owens uh, super embarrassing came out while I was getting interviewed for Fascination Street Podcast he was asking like oh so what kind of comics did you listen to you know like when you were growing up 
and stuff like that. And, you know, everyone has like cool answers with like, yeah, like I, I knew, um, I knew, uh, Eddie Murphy's standup specials, like beginning to end, you know, like a lot of people had cool thing. Although I find Eddie Murphy's standup incredibly offensive. It is a cool answer to be like Eddie Murphy or like this, this and this. And I was like, who did I listen to obsessively? And just knew like all of his shit. And it was Dave Chappelle, which I think is cool, kind of back then. Um, and like Dane Cook, which is like such a weird, gross thing to say now, because I don't think that's No, you know what? He delivers the shit out of a joke. He's not a good joke writer, he's, but he sells he's committed. He fucking goes the distance. And I respect I like I don't find him funny, but I What about he, the jokes he steals? Uh, let's not Let's not let's not do that. It's right. it's one of those things where it's like I can probably still go back to that album that I would listen to over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Can't just do it for us right huh? now. Can you do it for us right now? Um, when you go into what we go into a parking lot and it's like I remember the parking lot joke. I don't. Yeah, I mean he's got a lot of jokes in there. Um, or the God bless you joke, bless you joke, whatever. Anyways. I do know them, kind of. And that's probably still a funny album, maybe, if I went back to it. But um, it is kind of like looking back. I'm like, oh, man, like, that's who influenced me? That's who made me want to do stand-up? Uh, but, like, probably. But yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not like... I know it doesn't matter. It's just, like, everyone else's cool ones where they're like, oh, man, George Carlin, you know, Eddie Murphy, Bill Cutler. Everyone says, everyone says the same ones, though, you know? Yeah, and never a woman, never like... Phyllis Stiller. Or J- Joan Rivers, like... I like Joan. I, I started liking Joan Rivers when I was, like, in my early 20s. Yeah, I was like, she had oh, unbelievable timing. Makes sense like, to me. She had, like, a, a joke about how she was, like, would look down. Or she, her, she's old and her vagina's hanging low, and so she would look down and be like, I don't remember putting my bunny slippers on today. It's a good joke. Like, That's she's, yeah. a funny yeah. joke. That's but it's funny because when they ask comics, it's always a guy. No one ever says. Anything. And I was trying to think of a woman too. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have a woman comic that I was like super, super fucking into until. Sarah Silverman. Yeah, I guess. Until who? Who? who what were you going to say? Amy Schumer was the first one that I oh, was really? like, oh, this is like. Oh, she, she fucking sucks. But she was so accessible. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah. Good. Stir it up. Stir it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, the millennials. That's at Stephen Kruger. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not big on her comedy anymore because now I'm like, oh, this is all just like the same thing. Now she's married. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also stopped. She can't have menopause or whatever period jokes. Now menopause jokes. Yeah. Now she's, that she's going nobody, into menopause. No, the millennials love a menopause yeah. joke. Um, we do. <laughs> we crave it. Yeah. I wish. You uh, could have Paula Poundstone's now. really funny. She was like a well. Know. Ellen DeGeneres was a good stand-up. I before never, she, never seen her. Stand-up. Oh, it's, she's a good stand-up. I used to hear yeah. a lot of Kathleen Madigan growing up. Too. Oh yeah, she's she's still out there. Oh, yeah. She'd pop up on like the I would like listen to like the slacker radio like comedy ones, and I would just like listen to probably like the same like twenty five bits over and over again. So I was getting a lot of Kathleen Madigan. Yeah. Um. All right. Who's your, who, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite comic right now? Yeah. John Mulaney. Oh, uh, he's so funny. Um, do you, are you a John Mulaney yeah, fan? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Why is he so good, though? What smart. makes smart. Yeah. And he's he's nice and self-effacing, and, and he's he dresses well. He looks good in a skinny tie and tight suit. Speaking of Queer Eye, we have a... <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> there is a comic on there, 
And I haven't finished his episode yet, but part of the thing that they say of like, you might be better in your comic career if you look like you care and respect yourself. Um, and so they're trying to like, like make him... Everyone would be more successful if they look like they cared but it's kind and of respected true, themselves. Especially like if you're like a white guy and you're like, like I get it, you were born white, it's going to be harder for you now. But like there is still a chance if you are still like talented and... I much prefer to see a well-dressed white guy like John Mulaney go up and talk about himself rather than some like fat, dumpy, like self-deprecating white guy like Louis C.K. do his stuff. I mean, granted, Louis C.K., all of this shit aside, was clever with his jokes, but like there's a hundred million fat white dudes just commenting about how ugly they are and how they can't get any dates. And all I think in my head now is you're probably so weird with women. You're probably so uh, you probably jerk off in front of them. You jer- it's not because of Louis C.K. It's it's even before that of just being involved in the comedy scene long enough to like be able to like now I'm making a big, big general statement about go nuts. Dumpy white guys. It's a safe place. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I look at that and I go and I see their jokes and I'm like, what do you do wrong? I bet it's you. And they'll even go, it's, it's definitely me. But it's also like women. And I'm just, I see that shit a mile away now. But if you dressed nice, you might be able to, to fool me. Oh, <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah, yeah I, I guess like there's the difference between self-deprecating and then just that being your only shtick. You yeah, know? I mean, self-deprecating is fine. But if you are like truly like a fat, dumpy piece of shit who doesn't make an effort to make yourself any better, your self-deprecating humor is like, well, fuck you. Like, Right. Try harder. Do better. All right. Please. Uh, we all want that for you. This is a millennial thing of like, we all just like want the best for each other. Totes. You know? Yeah. Totes. totes. Oh, uh, uh, if you look on the Tumblr page, that's uh, noonerpodcast.com, uh, there's a picture of Harvey Corman, and I, I swear it was like looking at myself. Yes. It's like, it was uncanny. I didn't want to say it until now, but you always remind me of Harvey Corman. You remind you. me of a vaudevillian middle aged uh, yeah. funny guy. Oh. Yeah, that does look like you. Yeah, right? <laughs> With a, uh, Evan like Cardi's now over. listening in, um, and he missed all the dark web talk. And Oh, no. Hey, yeah. you should grow a mustache like this. I wish I could. Oh, no. I cannot. Really? No, I cannot. No, there's not. There's I think not he'd the, look fucking dope with a mustache. Uh, there's not the, the, the follicle density nec- necessary for a dope ass. Nope. Uh, you get a fake one. You can start yeah. drawing one on. Right, I'll get a tattoo of one. I'll get a tattoo of one. <laughs> that'll, that'll remember you at auditions. Like, I'll, this guy was. Can I get mustache extensions? On, is, <laughs> like, that, is that is that a thing? Some fucking, oh my god! I get bet some cornrows. Yeah, they, well, they have eyelash extensions, but you have to be careful because it's going to pull out your real hairs. Okay, Harvey yeah. Corman. Did you? Well, it, I'm. It's like six different roles, but oh, that's one. Of them. It's a reading. You're not. Yeah, it's a reading. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you? Um, did you see the Star Wars Christmas special? No. It's hard to get through. It's it's not worth watching. So it was in between Star Wars and Empire. Empire. Yeah. And they like we got to sell some toys. Yeah. Let's keep let's do something. So <laughs> yeah. it was like Chewbacca. So like in Is this, that where I should start? Yeah, that's I where you should start. Yeah, to, yeah, when you get when to I it. Start get to watch all the Star Wars movies. So Star Wars uh well in the 70s there were all these variety shows. There was like Sunny and Cher. Bring there was back. there was uh, uh Love it. Yeah, um, Shields and Yarnell, like sure. these mimes had their own show. There was the Donnie and Marie show. Those shows are fucking bonker banana sandwich. Yeah, and, I want and, them to come And they do like these dance, song and dance numbers yep. as as well as weird sketches that are just not really funny. But Too long. Yeah, yeah. And then Carol Burnett, Burnett 
Someone always knocks at a door and they come in and then a scene happens. Right. And And then this is like seven minutes. And then Harvey Corman would would break in the middle of the scene. Yes. And and he turned to camera and they do a song. Yeah. yeah. It it, it was uh, time time killers. I know some old showrunner guys who wrote on like those ones like Glenn Campbell had one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's just carpenters. All right. A band comes in and does two songs and you do a monologue. No, no, no. They, they lip sync through two songs. Two songs. We, we kill an hour. Like that was the era of, eh. do you guys remember when they tried to bring it back with, uh, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson? Yes. I do. I do not. Did you write for it? No, but that (laughs) he tried. He tried. uh, They They didn't get, they didn't get his humor. They didn't like his menopause jokes. No. It's endless menopause um, jokes. It's yeah. like I find Jessica Simpson appealing, but like Nick Lachey is literally like He's a giant cam of spam to me. Yeah, He's yeah. just beef. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they they thought, okay, Star Wars is the hottest uh, movie. You know, they released it twice, and because it, it made you know people kept seeing it, uh, and then they were like, okay, well, uh, people like variety shows. Let's let's put the two together. And so brilliant thinking. Yeah. And then bum, 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 people like Harrison Ford and, and uh, what's her name? Debbie Reynolds, his daughter, um, Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Jesus. Yeah. They were Debbie Reynolds. Now, now you're the elderly yeah. woman. I th- look at, I'm older than Kevin. Uh, they were <laughs> contractually Re- obligated to do, to do yes. uh, publicity. And so this was part of their marketing duties and I don't think they wanted to, no. but uh, th- so the story is all about getting uh, Chewbacca back to his home in time for Life Day, yes. the Wookiee planet—I forget what it's called—their uh, their version of Christmas, and it was timed for the the holidays. Yes. Mm. And it's a it Christmas a, special, yeah, a ninety-minute Christmas special that mm. went over budget. You know, like was uh, it's bad. It's bad, and and Carrie Fisher wanted to sing in it, and of she's uh, she's not her mother's. She doesn't have her mother's pipes, um, but. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to play Mahjong after this? You're like, you were to sound I like am. a retiree. I am. Doesn't have the pipes. Anyway, Carrie Fisher was... Well, now what's with these uh, these <laughs> teenagers with the marching and the what's it? Um, They're doing that now with those um, live televised musicals that NBC... Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's kind of the, the equivalent of that, except... Uh, yeah, But worse. But worse. Real bad. How? Yeah. Yeah, are they bad? Did you watch the what, what's her name? Did the Sound of Music? What's fun about those is that it is literally just an opportunity for gay guys and their friend and their girlfriends to get together and just make fun of everyone. Yes, uh, yeah. of like AKA television, pretty like, much. Oh my god, yeah. look at Marnie running around like she's fucking Peter Pan. Yes, <laughs> what? Well, everyone uh, Williams live tweets it, and you know, like it's just a snark fest. Yeah, yeah, it's you. You sign up for one of those. It's it's like what you're saying to create controversy. I think that's why you sign up for those because I don't think that there's ever been one that has been a hundred percent. Well, I mean, they put Christopher Walken was like Captain Hook. Yeah, yeah. That's a fucking joke. Yes. What? But he's a trained dancer. It doesn't matter. It's like whoever's behind these is very like brilliantly calculating. Yeah. All right. It's like the people who put on The Bachelor Winter Games, <laughs> which I'm ready to talk about. <laughs> Now you, you have Asian not people. you have not seen the you're not a bachelor person until just like the past month, right? Yes. Correct? Okay. So I watched the three episodes of The Bachelor Winter Games. I haven't seen the ending yet. Um, even though it did air Don't like spoil two it. weeks ago. I couldn't if I wanted to. But there was this beautiful, sweet angel named Yuki, who because Bachelor Winter Games, they brought Bachelor All Stars from all over the world. How come they don't have no Asian dudes on it? <sighs> because 
they didn't, but they had a couple Asian girls, and so there yeah, was always Asian girls. So there was a Chinese girl, and yeah. then there were, uh, then I don't remember her name, and then there was a Japanese girl difference? named Yuki. Uh huh. So the Chinese girl went home like the first like elimination ceremony. Yeah, she had a final. Um, huh? She had finals. She had a final, yeah. She um, had a final, and she also like just like apparently in like the Chinese and Japanese bachelors, like nobody kisses, like until oh, yeah. like you know maybe like the end. And um, all the other countries like, well, we do that first episode. And um, that was the Australian well, guy. That was Australia. I yeah. was like, what accent is that? Yeah, that was the Australian guy. His his name was Courtney. He was fun. Um, <laughs> anyways, Yuki. So the Chinese girl did speak English. Yuki Zoe. Sp- Her name is Zoe? Yeah. Okay. Yuki didn't speak any English, like very little English. And she was just like everything that you want to make there that American audiences want to make a Japanese girl to be like the language of love is doesn't need words. Well, she didn't fall in love with anybody, but she was so cute and she was like, Dean, Dean, I love Dean. Very handsome fit. It was like literally like, Oh, we're going to put all these like bachelor okay, people together. I know I'm just quoting the show. We're going to put all these bachelor people together so that they can all fuck each other. When everyone gets that. And then we're going to throw hello kitty in there and it's going to be wonderful. And I'm telling you guys the truth. I cried <laughs> so much when Yuki uh, left. Oh okay, Everyone. what's going on in your life that everything is making you cry? Like you are crying right now. I don't know. I got off of birth control. And so ah, there it is. Okay, okay. They're just yeah. like my real hormones is what I'm dealing with. Oh my God. And I watched a pre-roll ad for Ameritrade on YouTube oh, and I bawled. Oh. It was, oh, it was just getting a father it was a, it was talking a about it. soldier and his dog song when he got <laughs> home. Oh. oh my God. Later. No, but for real, like when Yuki left, it was really sad. Um, oh. Yeah, it was really nice though to see like an Asian character. Um, <laughs> character. <laughs> like, you Person. know. On primetime television. Well, there's that. Uh, there's well, there are, you know, three, two billion Asians on earth. Yeah. She said, I go back to Japan and find love and have family. Okay. Um, have you heard of Terrace House? Uh-uh. So this is um it's a reality show okay. uh, that takes place in Japan where a bunch of like young handsome Japanese people are put in a house. It's on Netflix. And I'm boycotting Netflix because of Jared, oh, th- Jared Leto. Thank you. Thank you. The the cast of Terrace House, they they uh thank you. I'm into this. But like everybody is like like pleasant and like polite and like they all sort of get along. So all the tension is like very sort of subtle, but it's uh, it's wildly popular, uh, and so they're not like cat fights in it. It's all just like you, all I wanted to house. do was watch the Japanese Bachelor once it's, I found out that it existed. It's like slow paced, and it's also called oddly addictive. Um, but it's uh, it's very very popular on the Netflix. I think I'm ready to be nooner's reality consultant okay and that's your reality um reporter. correspondent is yeah. what i was looking for not consultant i'm not gonna try to consult us on our own realities <laughs> um because the voice is coming back as something i've never watched before Ooh. american idol is got picked up by abc yes fox dropped it and i've never watched that before but i'm like wait did you ever watch any reality shows i really didn't because i had a roommate who watched all like the housewives and, and I you was, hated like, her well, no, I loved her, but oh. I was like, this is the worst fucking shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. How are you watching this? This is horrible. The only experience I had with reality really was watching The Hills, which after high school, going back to rewatch The Hills, I was like, this is the worst fucking shit I've ever Did seen. Did you work on The Hills? No. 
Which one did you work Laguna on? Laguna Beach. Oh, is that related to the hills? Yes. It is. Yes. Oh, did you watch that? Um, I dabbled in the end. Did you catch the menopause jokes? <laughs> a lot of menopause jokes. No, but I, yeah, no, once it, once it became the hills, because I preferred um, Lauren over Kristen, of but course. then Kristen did come back. So of it's course. kind of like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. Have you read all of Lauren's books? No, They're but I'll, so good. I'll, She's check a poet. Her, I'll check her blog every once in a while. Oh, nice. Just to like see what, what's on the up and up. Uh-huh. Why do you say it's bad? Like it's bad for women or it's just a bad no, no, show? No, no, it's just bad. It's, it, okay, it's, it's crap. It's just like a lot of irrelevant conversation edited together with like long panning um, shots of the city. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. talking about the Hills and also the Desperate Housewives. And so I just kind of feel like... The Real Housewives. Oh, my bad. Yeah, real. the Real Housewives. And so I just feel like what I'm watching isn't... There's no substance whatsoever. And... It's like you're watching... a a show in another language. You're like, I know they're talking about something. It is like and that. And there's some drama bubbling beneath the surface, but I, what the fuck just, and what do they just do? What makes The Bachelor different <laughs> is <laughs> that there are bored or like kind of devious people on those sets, on those like pr- producing these mm-hmm. people. Like it's it's like watching evil people work. And so I kind of like it where it's like, the editors know exactly what they're doing. Yes. The Winter Games, the regular Bachelor, they know exactly what they're doing. The producers know exactly what they're doing. And so it's like, it's entertaining. Because I, you're looking at, at it from their perspective. It's a fucking social, it's a social experiment. Like how can we take these semi-normal people-ish who already made this weird, insecure decision to come on the show anyways, and how do we break them? And would, it's kind of fun. Would you ever do a reality show? No. What if they paid you? I don't care. You wouldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> Why would I do that? I mean, I need the money, but like that would, no. then I would always be known for that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You could do what, like, uh, what's her name? Hasselbeck. What did she do? She was on Survivor and then she, oh, she went on. Is to, that where she's from? Yeah. yeah. And then she went on to be on uh, Fox and Friends for, ah. for several years. Okay, but that's. Uh, and The View. The president was on a show. He was on a competition show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And look at look he, at like he, he he went places. He's gone places. Yeah, but how many of those people have become like successful actors? None. And, or uh, none. 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 Zero. Zero. Well, that's, see, so that's... don't even bother tweeting it. I mean, uh, <laughs> Jennifer Hudson. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. She was on a talent show, though. That's different. Yeah, yeah. And she has, but she got a lot better after. I mean, as a result of that. Didn't like, she just defend someone shitty recently? Um. I, I don't Google know. Google Jennifer Hudson defense. Okay. Well, see what comes up. Uh, I, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. Um, as you look that up, that's uh, a cliffhanger. Family. Next week, find out. Uh, yeah. Who yeah. did she what, defend? What should we get rid of now on our phones? Well, I'm still no. I mean, because so, I don't miss Netflix. I mean, Netflix, Facebook <laughs> at all because I just watch Netflix on my phone. Oh, she defends Unlimited a lot of data. Okay. Um, who did, wh- Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Jay Head. Oh my Jay God. Heads. Her and David Otunga split. Who? Oh. He's a wrestler. Okay. Oh. I would do that. You would do wrestling? I'm a professional wrestler. Uh, who, who, like, somebody worked in professional wrestling writing for them for a oh, long time. What a cool fucking job. I know Freddie Prince Jr. was doing that. Um, he was writing for the WWE? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, uh, but somebody else, like, oh, you know who it is? Bob Mold of, of um, Who's Do. Yeah, he, you know, he's like this post-punk gay, like post-punk rock star from the '90s, 
in the like 80s wrestling. and 90s, and he ended up writing for the WWE. I would be all over that How if I had that cool kind of opportunity. How cool is that? Yeah. Because I really, if wrestling is fun to turn on sometimes. Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, so you didn't find out who she, who she uh, defended? I feel like she defended someone who did something shitty. But right. uh, when you Google Jennifer well, everybody Hudson, everybody just, defends, just, just tweet people. horrible things at Jennifer Hudson. No, everybody. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Leave her alone. <laughs> Uh, that's at Stephen Krugman. No, PH. leave me alone. Uh, no, he really loves to hear from you. So everybody, and he will answer every... He deleted his Twitter app. No, oh, but... I still look at it. Yeah, oh, wait, oh, so we have to delete it. Something else happened? No, no, just okay. like keep not going on Facebook on your phone. All right. You f- but did you find yourself grabbing your phone and like, what am I doing with... Oh, no. I usually look at Facebook. No. You did I, not notice that? No, I just look at YouTube. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Delete YouTube off your phone. Oh, that would be really bad. Try Fine. it for one week. All right, do I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Right now. All right, I'll do it. Like, I, I have it, like, on my phone. As <laughs> soon as you guys leave, I'm just going to be like YouTube. Uh, <laughs> well, I did find myself going to my... I will do it. ...my Chrome and going on Twitter that way. I'm like, well, I'm st- I don't have the app. No, but, I did uh, Facebook that way. Yeah, like, uh, it went two weeks, and then I went, uh, I got to find out if that well, guy if I... retweeted my boo. All right, they so did. everybody, try taking one social media app off of your phone not my snapchats uh <laughs> Ooh, i'll delete snapchat snapchats. yeah but well kylie jenner told us that we don't need to use it anymore fuck her no um, but it's true the new interface is really confusing i can't find my stories or anybody Aww. else's why do they make it that confusing take take one that you use a lot but doesn't have any like impact on your business or like your family dynamic uh, and delete it from your phone. One that's distracting you. Uh, and you can you can access it from your Audible. your computer, uh, your home computer, laptop. What's a computer? Um, Fuck you, Apple. <laughs> What's a computer? Oh my god. Oh god. Then you get to talk about the hacking. What uh, hacking? Who hacked? People on dark web can like watch you through your webcam. Do, do it in the voice as the. <laughs> as the as Did the, you know that they can buy a code and hack your computer and watch all your moves? Through my webcam? Through your webcam. Oh, jeez, Louise. I'm not saying anything with any R's. Um, I, it's weary, scary. I was at a, I was staying at a friend's house over the weekend, and they have Alexa. I'm, I, I don't have Google mm-hmm. Home or Alexa, and it's fun yeah. for a while. Then it's just like it's just sitting there listening to you. Yeah, like you literally invited a recording device hooked up to the rest of the internet into your home. Like, that's weird. That's a new hot meme right now. Where, what? Where they hot talk meme? about yeah, like it's where they talk about the FBI agent like following you. So it's like the FBI agent um, watching you uh, type out your dramatic ass Facebook post and then delete it and then do it again. And it's like FBI agent holding like a lighter, you know, for you. So those are kind of funny. <laughs> like all the F- that's all the good. FBI agent laughing as you roast all your friends. Yes. Like, yeah. It's funny. Uh, like basically anything you say will be turned into an ad on your computer. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, just, it's just know, a recording device uh, and you bring it into your home and you connect it to all yeah. other computers. And so you're and like, oh, I don't want to see that movie. That was such a bomb. And then she, and all of a sudden you get these like you know these ads for explosives on the side. That, the stuff where you think about it and then all of a sudden you have an ad for it. That, no, that's we see a thousand ads a day, but we notice the ones that link up to one things that just happened to us. Wait, what? No, but like I feel like sometimes like I'll think about something. Right, but you, we make those connections when we see something that connects to that that thought. But we see uh, like a hundred 
hundreds of ads a She's day. She's suggesting that they're reading her thoughts right. and advertising. To, right, no, no, Wait, no, you let's, say uh, it like that. You sound stupid. No, 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 no I'm, I'm just saying. I know what you're saying, Marty. Yes. I, I, do you know what she's saying? <clears throat> I do know what she's okay, saying. Okay, so she's thinking about uh, fermented bananas. And then all of a sudden in her feed, it's like, Danon presents fermented banana yogurt. Like, I was just thinking about right. fucking mm-hmm. fermented bananas. Right. And in fact, R&D invented that product in between you thinking it and then like it just makes me feel like a sheep yeah when that happens to me and like a number and a statistic would you rather have like just dick pills in in your ad ad stream like things that don't apply to you or would you rather have i don't mind getting ads that apply to me because i looked at something once i understand how that works it's just like when i'm thinking about I don't want my thoughts read. I don't okay. want my thoughts You should just have relax. Had relax, okay? And it's like, it's, well, if they're is able it causing to be my... you pain? Yes. When they pulled it... your thoughts out of your brain through your the cell phone. The point is, like, obviously they're not reading my thoughts, but it just Aren't goes to show that ob- my thoughts that, that are the obvious? same as most thoughts. Like, statistically, my oh, thoughts are the same as other people's Everyone's thinking with, about fermented which bananas. Which makes me a fucking sheep. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't want to be a sheep. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, just look for your in your in your uh, ad feeds for uh, fermented banana Dan and yogurt. Mm. Uh, buy it; they're a sponsor of the show. I swear to God, if I see a fucking Danon ad today, you're gonna freak the fuck out. I'm gonna be screaming. I'm gonna be sending you guys emails, uh-huh. screenshots, and then that's gonna then inform theories. our feed, and I'm we're gonna just gonna go for yeah. But we'll get coupons, and you know, Dan and coupons are, are not. So easy if you're to listening live, definitely hit her up on. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Social media God. with Dan in pictures, Dan yes, in ads, yes. bananas, bananas that look like rotten rant. bananas, yes. brown bananas. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to plug? Uh, anything on your ladies who mm. lunch, ladies who lunch show, mm. platform? Mm-mm-mm. Nothing that is out. Okay. If you guys know any actors, we have a breakdown on actors' access that we need to, uh, <laughs> to cast. I'll, I'll do I'm it. playing Harvey Corman. No, uh, I know I, you're too old. You're too old. <laughs> I didn't know that before, but now. God I do. damn it! Gross. I, I can't wait to play grandpas. You know. Yes. I'll write a grandpa role for you. All right, thanks. An Asian grandpa. I'd be like, all right. Why I'm does he have to be now. Asian? Why does he have to be Asian? You're right. No, now that you, now I know that you have the range. And then I'd be like, why do I have white grandkids? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? Why are you so white? You're going to be the Asian grandpa in the Millennial March sketch that I'm writing. All right. <laughs> um, and then what about you, Steve? Um, you can do some open houses? Yeah. I'm uh, dri- just driving around Los Angeles. If and you see Burbank. me on the road, give me a wave. Burbank I'll go wave awesome. right back. Yeah. You'll, you'll think it's a lesbian until you see the stubble because he's in the Subaru. And then I you're like, oh, it's just Steve. In plaid. Yeah. I do have a Subaru. Yeah. And you are wearing flannel. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I do have murdered out windows like it's super I have like Texas strength uh-huh. uh, what's it called shading uh, no tinted. murdered out is tinting correct. murdered out glass yeah, tinting it's, it's super tinted so you, can, you can't really see it yeah and uh, I don't want anyone to see me in my super we might not see Steve next week because um, Steve Owens uh, has already promised your my imminent demise your imminent demise as he He's eats your eat, liver with eat the, my plump face <laughs> your plump face yes that's the kettle calling um, by the, the way quite black steve uh owens lost like 30 pounds he's looking uh, nice and nice and trim nice and trim hey how much did you lose when you did your cleanse like 10 pounds 10 pounds yeah. i lost 12 oh well done that's good it took me 30 days it only took me 11 yeah <laughs> now i'm on i'm on the um the sugar the, busters no i'm on the path right now to get arms like lance mountain's spin instructor because she challenged me. 
Who challenged you? Lance Mountain did. Cause her to, to get she's like, cut arms? She's like, you'll never have Lacey's arms. And I'll be like, fuck you. Like, I'll have Lacey's arms. I don't understand arms. Like, Why do guys want big arms? Because I want arms bigger than Lacey's arms. Who cares? Does Lacey have big arms? They're uh, very, they're, they're, they're lean, naughty and yeah. lean. They look tough. Like Madonna. Yeah. 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 Like, it, yeah. It doesn't look great. Yeah. But, um, but why do guys want big muscles in their, I just, cause it, I she, just want huge ham hocks. I just want giant. I have giant <laughs> ham hocks, but, uh, she, big pants. It's because big, thick I, dad. Like, I like a guy with a big thigh. That's big, why I thick, like the winter Olympics big, so much. Thick thigh. Looks like I could do a triple axel. I used That's to have, I I used little to have skinny a, arms. I used to have 26 inch thighs. Or, <laughs> like a tree oh, trunk. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't fit, wear hands at all. I want a know. beer belly, real thick. Uh, like a beer belly with thick thighs is not a good and look. skinny. No, no, no. I was that's like, a, that's no. This is because this is all muscle. It, like, I want it to look like there's a small person in the middle of me, like pushing out. Like I, I your wife challenged me, and I took up the challenge. All right, let's see your arms. Well, I'm not there yet. Oh, Jesus, you should look like a one of those water picks. You know, like a thick bottom <laughs> and top. Water Something pick. else that I learned on Queer Eye. Oh. That's a way that you don't have to floss if you get a water pick. I'm okay. going to have a water pick body if it's the last thing I do. What, well, what I look it? forward to you slimming down or no, bulking no, just, up. Just or bulking up. Just, gains. Um, yeah. Gains. Z. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. So look out for that. Uh, and then I will be uh, performing in this play tonight. I'm sure it's open to everybody. Sure. Come it's on a down. 931 North Cochrane in West Hollywood. So just Ooh, knock someone's house? Just, uh, yeah, just let yourself in. You just uh, it's a shoeless uh, house. So make sure you leave your shoes at do the door. Do you have to buzz? Or do you need to get yeah, like a... They, they're just going to have the door open. Yeah, the door will be open. Yeah. You don't need like a little... 730, uh, everybody. A uh, little slip for nope. your uh, parking nope. pass Password. thingy. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. The they'll, parking they'll, they'll, they'll have, they they'll have a stack of them. They'll have a stack of them there. You know? Oh, my temporary. God. Fucking parking passes. Uh, yeah, that's that's West Hollywood for you. Oh, boy. That's, um, nothing so to plug, look out for that. So, yeah, just at Steven Kruger. Okay. At Cass Cardenas. At Marty U. And I take my Instagram more seriously. At Nooner Podcast. So. What do you... Okay, well, then check that out. But don't send me messages. And no, no DMs. Uh, oh, and then... Um, yes. I don't check my DMs, even from people I know. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Get well soon, uh, Kevin Smith. Hope you get home soon. And glad you are alive. And we will see you next Tuesday. Pip that fuck. Pip that fuck. Pip that fuck.
What up, Jay Muse here, and check this out. We have a special preview of an awesome podcast with my boy Jack, the Osbournes, baby. You want to hear the funny? You want to hear stories? You want to hear stories people dream about hearing? Well, you can listen here on the Osbournes podcast. Check out the preview. Snoogans to the Dugans. Crazy. Hey, but that's how it goes. Jack Osborne here. Just wanted to let you know that your favorite dysfunctional family is back. This time as a podcast. Do you guys still have lots of sex? Dad, Jack, please. I don't want to know about mom and dad bumping uglies. <laughs> I wasn't I, even in it. I know you didn't want to be in it. Was I? Yes. Was I stoned? Mm-hmm. Probably. It was of that. It was of that time period. Oh yeah. Okay. Sounds about right. I remember trying to sleep one time and going up to your room, and Eminem was in there. You made that sound so. No, it, it, but it wasn't like a room. You just it made was like, that sound so. No, but pervy. you were like hanging. It was because like, we were living D12 in the twelve and Eminem. 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 The Eminem, not the candy. I probably had some candies too. I, Bill Cosby. And now, what? A fucking joke. He went public and he did interviews about how disgusting we were. You know, these people people come up as holier than thou. They always get caught. Always. Like the Duggars? Who was that, Kelly? So the Duggars, yeah, they had a reality show. There was like 18 or 19 of them. Mrs. Duggars' vagina must be It's just um, very... Pounded. It's a mother. (laughs) That (laughs) old vagina's pounded. You are our mother. We are the children. We don't want to hear that coming out of your mouth, Mom. Go to Apple Podcast and click subscribe. And it's free! Wow! This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.